Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Lovely to see the listeners. What a yeah. great collection we've got. We have. I mean, we've got I've... like, normally, how many, I mean, we've got about 30 people in here, I think, yes. at the moment. And it's the really aircon is... Uh, not working. It's really comfortable. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice, it's a lovely temperature. So we've yeah. uh, we've got a few bottles. Put some water uh, on the coals. Yeah, that's right. We've got a few bottles of Prosecco in as well. We're just going to open those now. We'll pass the... Oh, that's a good start. Yeah. There we are. I've right. gone for the expensive mince pies. Never mind those Costco yep. ones got, we had the other day. I've got some Stalin somewhere. Anybody like Stalin? Anybody in there? Yeah. 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 All right, we'll pass them round. Whack those round, boys. Couple up that in. Let's open those up and push those round there. So, yes, as promised, we're going to bring you some old... Here we go. There you go. Hey, there we are. And then uh, the cups there, guys. This is great for anybody listening at home. Yeah. Well, just why not join us? Match us mince pie for mince pie, Stalin for Stalin. And indeed, uh, why not, if you're not driving, clearly uh, have a little glass yourself. Oh, so, um, we're going to be channeling this. What, you, you can't open the box, Andy. It's no. not a good... That's, you like that with your presents on Christmas Day? He's absolutely destroyed the box oh, there. Oh, look at that. Are These were voted... Britain's best mince pies. Who by you? No, by, <laughs> by Mince Pie Weekly. Uh, yeah, I never, no well, I never miss. The Christmas edition is... A, <laughs> yeah, man, that's the big one, isn't it, really? It doesn't sell that well throughout the year. So, um, how are you, Andy? I'm fine. Yeah, good? <laughs> yeah, not You're not too, too hot? Oh, I will I don't think you're fainting. That's, <laughs> so no, I'll be all right. Let's, let's get underway. Should we start yeah. having a bit of a chat with the listeners? It doesn't... Okay. Everybody's sitting around the outside at the moment. No one's, we need a couple of people to walk up to these these microphones, these three mm. microphones. Hey, Who's going to be bold? Come on in, let's get a few of you into the microphones. There, there we, we go. go. Who's oh, he's keen. So, go on, there we Very go. keen. Oh, I've got someone now came. So Elijah we, there, I think. We asked here. everybody, uh, apologies if, if you he's did. the only a, person that wants to have a go. Come on. Come on, we need some people to get near the microphones. <laughs> yeah. uh, Otherwise it'll be just me and Paul talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we've got a couple of people joining us now. We're going to need one other person to, uh, somebody else to come in. Who's coming in? Here we go. That's right. Well, everybody's going to get everybody's going to get a turn, whether they like it or not. Yeah. So it <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be much of a show, really, without. So what yeah, have we got there, Steve. Uh, what here? we asked, and and again, apologies if you didn't uh, get chosen this year. It's nothing personal. It's just the producer and the assistant producer plough through everything, and um, and it's just the way it shakes down, really. Yeah. But we did have a lot of people wanting I, to come I'd in. I'd say it's personal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you would do. <laughs> 
Go on, make them feel special, those that got turned down. It's quite, I mean, it could be anything like if you're a Plymouth or Exeter fan, then you forget it. You know what the producer's no like. It's a bitter, talky <laughs> fan. Uh, anyway, let's say hello to some of our guests uh, this afternoon. We all sent in little biographies. Elijah has, uh, has yeah. uh, sat down there. Elijah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Lovely mate. to meet you. You are a, uh, a Southampton fan. Yep, mm. one and only. Tell us, tell us how old you are. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. It's. Uh, it, it says here you've been going since I was like six. Do you mean since you were six? We know something like that. <laughs> Who knows? Can you be like six? You're either six or I you're think not. I was a bit too young to remember the exact first game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you can't yet. remember the first game, though. No? no, I mean, one of the f- was it. <laughs> Crystal Palace. Oh, your, dad, is your dad's in, is he? Oh, oh, home, yeah. 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 Palace, was it? Home, yeah. Oh, okay. Palace at home. And did you win? Can you remember? I think you might. Oh, okay. Fair okay, enough. That's good. Who yeah, was your yeah. favourite player as a kid? Elijah? Probably got to be Ricky Lambert. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Mm, and, uh, and you're a ref, aren't you? You're a sort of qualified yep. ref. That's exciting. You've done some really interesting games. Yeah, yeah, I've done it for six years now. Something I actually want to try and progress in. Um, mm. I'm also at uni at the moment studying marine biology. Although as a Southampton fan, I can't ever say I'm that too loud seeing how I go to Portsmouth University. Oh, no, really? Oh, but I've got more sympathy with the locals. You know, stuck down the league one whilst we've been dom- you know, in the Prem and all that. But, well, um, we're dominating might be pushing it. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I saw us in the San Siro playing yeah. into Milan. So yeah, you've got to yeah. do work yeah. to get in there. But, yeah. Now, I've well, been doing it for six years now, done a variety of games. You know, last season did 165 games because right. it's my wow. part-time job. I tried doing six to eight games a week. And how do you feel about that? I mean, because if we... It says 185 here. Yeah. It was 100... Oh, okay. I was getting numbers. Dad's counting, see, where Elijah's not. He just gets out there and does it. Uh, we speak to a lot, uh, Martin, at Ref Support, and we talk a lot about the treatment of refs at grassroots. I mean, how do you... You've been doing it since you were 14. Yeah. Have you noticed it get worse? Did you, do you, do you kind of... The, has, has the abuse got worse as you've been doing the job? I think it has got a little better to be fair oh, good. because I think the introductions of sin bins did help out because in right. the past when you gave a cautioning for descent you'd be the one to get all the stick what's now with sin bins when a sin bin a lad it's usually their manager going ballistic at them saying that if they cost them the game they're going to do all sorts of them afterwards right. so because there's a lot so it's of shifted the focus of violence yeah. tremendous <laughs> pretty much which is what we want to see in the game we want to see the perpetrators knocked out not the referee that's our new campaign um, but it's interesting because they're, they're talking about it in the Premier League now so and they're going to trial it so you think they've worked pretty well I mean I don't think it'll be the same I don't think I can't see Mikel Arteta threatening violence to Bukayo Saka because he got in the sim bin no. but you know what I mean um, the only yeah. issue I find personally is that sim bins are good for wrong sub leagues because when you sim bin something like a keeper or something like that which we've had to do a few times before they can just simply bring on another sub and swap them around for whilst the sim bin's on right but then what happens when you're doing a Premier League game like Man City versus Liverpool mm. you sim bin Allison and Liverpool have only got a sub or two left because the sim bin of course means Allison's off for 10 minutes so what does Klopp decide to do yeah. I'm going to go ballistic at blooming Michael Oliver if he's doing it Yeah. but um, does he sub off uh, another player and bring on whoever Liverpool's sub keeper is but then when Allison's 10 minutes of the Simbins are well you've got two keepers on the pitch right so you're talking about for 10 minutes you might have an outfield player in goal for Liverpool mm. well this is the point this is why it <laughs> works well for rolling yeah. sub 
leagues because, like I say, in those, they yeah. can just simply swap an outfield player. And you can't exempt keepers, can you, Elijah? Because no. that wouldn't be fair, would it? So if somebody right. goes in, you think it's Especially like an orange. Because what so. actually, what will probably happen well, is... Well, are only for the scent. It's not for oh, yeah, just but, regular Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. So keepers going to have to be careful, aren't they, basically? Mm. So fantastic. Well, look, we'll come back and chat with you a little bit later. Well, on. we could talk all afternoon about <laughs> the matters of lower <laughs> league refs. Okay, enough questioning me about Christmas. We'll have a chat with Elijah's dad, Nick. He's with us today as well. But who else we got? We've got David Hemmings. What a fantastic actor he was. He was. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Um, David, will be, David will be popping back a little bit later on yeah. to play uh, cabbie top trumps because you are a cabbie, David, aren't you? But not a London black cab driver. We've got a couple of London black cab drivers in, but you're surprising we've not met before because we go to the Cheltenham mm. Festival every you, year. You met, I've, met, I've missed you guys three or four years on the bank you kept walking out the station at Cheltenham and, and you'd see it you'd be in the old queue would you I was in the queue yeah why didn't oh. you shout well, yeah. I did. You was walking but that wouldn't it all kick off? You, if, you, if you're 12... I was like Alan Partridge. Andy! Andy! <laughs> you, did, you just walked off. But oh, that's sorry. that's not good form, is it? If you're like 12th uh, in, in the cab in the rank, and you... you sh- hey, Paul and Andy, and then we walk past the other... Well, they'd you all was, go off, wouldn't it? You was not? heading off to Tesco's over the... Uh, other oh, outside. we walked to... Because we do a pre... We do a sort of... Uh, a, Pre Cheltenham show, don't we? In a pub, which is only about five minute walk Land's away. Name. So the yeah, we don't bother yeah, getting right, a cab yeah, for yeah. that one. That's right. Yeah. So uh, so okay, okay, you are a cab driver, um, uh, but you have picked up some of the Talksport people. I have yeah. at Cheltenham when I they've gone for the racing. Um, Mickey Quinn. Well, okay. When he was pre- he was a presenter. He was yeah, he? yeah yeah that's right yeah. I did ask him for a tip actually. It was okay. on the Wednesday night. He was. He's normally a pretty good tipster, Mick. Did he get find well, your winner? He did. He actually said uh, blue blue shark, and I said, uh, "What race is that running?" And he said, "It's Not running in April at Brighton." Oh, okay, yeah. It, well, he's, yeah, yeah, it's a big it, one. For, he's gone. It was Yeah, it was on the flat. Yeah. Oh, okay. They don't like it at Cheltenham if you go off course. Yeah, they get no, some them. of them. No. The posh, hey, the posh people. Go yeah, off course, right. Blake yeah. said to me in Tweed. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> Stephen Stephen Hunt, uh, Reading, uh, yeah. Republic of Ireland. Is I think it was his dad, wasn't it? Gave us the tip in the six fifteen at Huntingdon. You never seen people move to the tote so quickly, and it was about twelve minutes past six, wasn't it? We we're all hmm. rushing to try and get on it, and it won. Thankfully, um, so um, yeah, we'll have a chat a bit more yeah. with David a little bit later on. Uh, so your plus oh, one is, is Ellie. Is she here? Yeah. Where is she? Hello, oh, yeah. Ellie. Hello, uh, Ellie. Yeah. Uh, you 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 live up in Formby now. You live up in, in we, Liverpool. Yeah, we, we, we live in a place called Ainsdale. Ainsdale. Just the next village from Formby. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. I've been to Formby. Nice beach there. Oh. A little walk on the beach. Very nice. I've um, I've seen Jurgen Klopp. Because he lives up that way, he does. He? he lives in Formby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I nearly ran over um, one of the Liverpool players a few oh, okay. years ago. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not an Evertonian, no, right? It, it was <laughs> Manchester United. No, fan. Sadio Mane was riding a boat, a, a mountain boat, down the wrong way of a one way road. Oh, well, that was <laughs> so his I, problem then. I, yeah. I, I, I shouted to him. I said, "You, you, you oh, whatever, like." <laughs> Oh, you swore okay. at him, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. In cabbie yeah. speak, what is what, whatever. So anyway, we'll chat more. We're going to have a chat with uh, Steve in a minute. But before, should we play some clips now, John? Okay, we're going to. Okay. Then we're going to dot the show with uh, some old clips from back in the day, and we'll kick off with Quinny. You mentioned uh, Quinny, <laughs> and uh, maybe proving here that his his French isn't that stunning. And off the back of Saga's man bag, we hear that producer Skagsy wore a pair of. Ugg boots, what are they? Ugg boots. <laughs> I'll tell you about those in a minute. Okay, on Boxing Day. He took them back the next day after getting so much abuse from his mates. We want to know 
What's your biggest fashion fox paz? There we are. <laughs> Good old I fox love this one. Paz. This is Goffy, isn't it? And uh, yes, I think this is a competition. He's announcing. Uh, yeah, this is it. This is an absolute beauty from Goffy and Adrian. Here we go. We have a winner, don't we, Goffy? Yes, we have. Congratulations, Darren. You've just won a break to Turkey for you and a mate from Gatwick. What if you haven't got a friend from Gatwick? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I suppose they have to just keep going back to the phone lines till someone says they've got a mate from Gatwick. I suppose, what, work at Gatwick? Live in Gatwick? I don't Anywhere. know. Anywhere. Uh, this is Alan Brazil again, and uh, Alan does this a lot. He does. He gets a bit thoft of tongue, doesn't yeah. he? Thuffering thuckatash. He goes a bit Sylvester at times. This was probably the original, uh, I think, with a, with a quiz question. Uh, Russell, question two. Which ocean goes to the deepest depth? <laughs> and uh, it's always done it, Al, this, it? this next one, this is for some reason. You this love is, this clip. This don't is you? my favourite clip of all There's time. There's nothing to it. Really. Know, After just, the thousands of clips we've done, it's just the humorlessness of Mike Parry in this yeah. clip is fantastic. Here we go. Let's yeah. go to James, who's a Man United fan in Sheffield. Hey, goodness me, James, is that you? Are you there? You're on Mars. Uh, <laughs> Funny enough, Steve, who's sitting there, Steve Curtis, who's come with uh, Steve, his mate Steve George, it says here, um, IT architect at Mars. And I was thinking, is that on Mars? <laughs> you're on Mars. Yeah, <laughs> you're on Mars. Anyway, you can tell us more about that later on. We'll play some more clips uh, throughout the afternoon. We'll keep chatting to the listeners. So, yeah, stick around for more classic clips. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs live on TalkSport. As always, our pre-Christmas break show, we've been joined by a number of the TalkSport listeners in the studio. We'll be chatting to them, playing some classic clips along the way. We're going to keep you in touch with the darts throughout the afternoon, which have been fantastic. I was watching last night. Luke Littler once again coming through. A little bit more nerves. It's getting mm. it's getting a bit more serious now. celebrating with a kebab. Yes, that's it's it. Second, so healthy. second kebab of the night. <laughs> anyway, Mark Wilson's keeping us in touch. Yeah, it's, it, it's some story, this, isn't it? And it's grown. But you did see, as the jeopardy increases, Mark, we saw last night that, uh, you know, he was getting nervous, wasn't he? Yeah, look, I mean, it's a great story unfolding, isn't it, with Luke Littler? Uh, apologies, the line not great at my end. Um, yeah, he's, he, he wasn't quite as good as he was in his first round last night, but he was still very impressive. And Andrew Gildon, I thought, gave him a real tough game, and he came through. The intriguing thing for Littler is his part of the draw is wide open. A couple of the seeds, like Peter Wright and James Wade, have gone out, so there is real score for Littler to go along in the tournament. It's day eight here at the PDC World Darts Championship. Eight intriguing ties, some big names in action, all live, of course, across on Talksport 2, and nine nationalities represented today. We started with a former Northern Ireland World Cup pairs uh, going head-to-head. Brendan Dolan and Mickey Mansell reached the World Cup semi-finals as a pair. Today they're uh, going at it one-on-one. Dolan took out the opening set, three legs to two. Nice finish on tops after Mansell missed a dart for the set, but then Mansell hit back, taking out the second set by three legs to nil. Race to three, it's live right now with Dan and Paul Nicholson over on TalkSport 2. Cheers, Mark. Thanks very much. Uh, I think everybody's got a drink, haven't they? We're not, we're not, mm. we're not drinking to excess. We've just got a very small glass of Prosecco. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what he's like when he's had a drink. Right. Shall Get I remind you of what, you what you were like in uh, it wasn't great. Sochi when you'd had a couple of vodkas? It wasn't ideal. Not good. <laughs> not Keep him off the vodka. Very small glass of Prosecco. Anybody?
Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Very happy Christmas to everybody. Well, yeah. uh, I'm, I know it's uh, not quite Christmas Eve, but uh, you get the idea. So, mm. um, a development on our chat at the top of the show with uh, Elijah, the Southampton fan and referee. He's working his way uh, through the ranks, hoping to uh, make an impact as a referee. And Cameron, one of our production team today, uh, was just saying outside he thought he recognised Elijah. Cam, hello. Hello, I, I I couldn't believe it. I was I'm outside there. You're even smiling. Now. I don't know if you, you recognise my face as well, but this guy has refereed one of my matches. I went to Southampton Uni last year. For two years, us and the boys played. We we did pretty well. Had a few cup runs. Everything went well. And then outside, you're saying, oh yeah, this local referee, the grassroots. I remember this guy refereed me. He turns up. And he sets the tone instantly. I'll, I'll be honest, a very, very good referee. But instantly, these boys are like 25 and stuff. And now that you've said, I think you're a little bit younger than myself and stuff. I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm is not, that? I mean, you're slightly off, Mike Elijah. But is that your thing? You kind of, you, you, you kind of set the tone. You're in charge. Is that the thing? Is that is that the thing you do? Yeah, I mean, I've got Asperger's syndrome. It means I'm very black and white to the point. Right. I don't like taking stick, which is why I find if you can. Set the tone straight from the beginning. Yeah, you get less dissent, meaning that you can set the tone of the game, and you're less likely to get the red card challenge. You're less likely to get the dissent to lose control of the game. If you can get it from the first minute, yeah, it makes that rest of the eighty-nine quite a bit easier. And uh, did you you didn't pick up any cards that day, Cameron? Did you? I don't. Well, I hope not. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, you're a strict referee. That's the first thing I remember. But. To be fair, when he's giving these decisions, like if someone's going in too far, he's kind of like justifying it, saying why. Or like you're shouting out, oh, not a foul or something like that. And people aren't thinking, why is he not not given this? Why is he given that? Like I, at least I knew, yeah. and I remember it, at least you probably won't because you see twenty two people on the field at, week on week. But we had a conversation at the end of the game, and he told me they've been doing really good things, refereeing at a good Brilliant. standard. So for him to referee me, I'm thinking, why is he here? Well, that's good marks, Cameron. Thank you. No Thanks worries. for popping yes. in. So there we are. Pat on the back for uh, Elijah there for his refereeing, and uh, yeah. we've got a member of staff for all of you that knows. You. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you won't get quite a glowing endorsement like that. I, I, can tell you, I can tell you that now. Steve Curtis is with us. Good afternoon, mm, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, how you You are a plus one today, aren't you? I am you? a plus one. So have you, been, have you, you don't know what the heck's going on here. Have you listened to this show before? You're aware of it? Just, or? just a few few years. Yes, well, that's yeah. good because, you know, I know that people get uh, people get dragged along, you know. I don't know if, I'm, if Ellie's been dragged along. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> anyway. He well, promised me I'd see Piers Morgan. Oh, right, okay. What, do you really? think? <laughs> what time does he get in? I don't know. He, we, I, don't I don't know where he is now. I don't <laughs> He's had about five different studios. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he, could be, he could be anywhere. So, um, yes, yeah, Steve, tell us. You are a, you are a Manchester United fan, is that I right? am, yeah. 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 From Marlow. So exactly. The, really the heartland. Like, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gift. It's a gift, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> you got to consider when I started watching football, it was when literally you couldn't go to games when you were younger because. Yeah. You know, there's too many fighting. Marlow got stuff. a team. They played Spurs yeah. once, if I seem to remember. Yeah, we did. We did pretty well. We lost 5 1 or something. I went yeah. to that game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which didn't stop my mate Rob, who I'd go with, who's the ultimate mm. pessimist, saying in the pub before the game, I got a bad feeling about <laughs> this. <laughs> I said, I'm not even sure they've got a football team. I mean, anyway. I stayed in Marlow once at the yeah. Complete Angler. Yeah, oh, nice. Nice hotel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very nice, yeah. So we've established a nice part of the world. So why Manchester United? Glory hunting. No, well, no, no. It's because it, you couldn't. You watch the team on TV, on TV, and Brian Robson was the England captain. So yeah. I thought, well, follow the England captain. 
And that was it, really. a lot like Glory Hunting. I love, I love this bit. Ron Atkinson isn't exactly Glory Hunting, is it? Let's be fair. I love this bit about your dad was an yeah. apprentice at Chelsea, but was told by Tommy Doherty he was too fat to be a footballer. Oh. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hashtag be kind, Tom. I don't want to go away with that now. Imagine getting away with that now. That'd be like, yeah. um, that'd be on compensation and all that sort yeah, of stuff wouldn't it so, wouldn't I mean he must have been I mean to, oh, a, it was good. to have been at Chelsea must have been a very good player it was a good, it was a good player it was, it, was, it was built you know really strong what position did he play left back oh, okay. that, that was his position well but, you want your left backs to have a bit about I mean Kenny Sanson was a little barrel of with respect to Kenny that's what the, George Graham used to say that mm. he was like Lizarazin with players like that you yeah. wanted that sort of build on a full yeah but he told us for a lot of years that he, he gave up playing football because um, he wanted to earn more money Oh, um, oh okay. and then then my mum let it slip that he was too fat. So, oh, so that, 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 oh, no. so that that was it. So um, he said he'd be a good lower league player, but not for Chelsea. And what was it? Who did he support? Who was his team? Was he? Uh, he supported Tottenham and Chelsea. Oh, okay. So Brent, no, Brentford, Tot- Brentford, Chelsea. Was, was so in he that would mix. have been there with, with Terry Venables. Have been there. He would have been there with some good young players, wouldn't he? If he was at Chelsea, oh, yeah, mid sixties, mid sixties. Yeah, some very good players there. Yeah, he don't talk much about it though. Oh, fair. okay. Yeah. But he said he's played against Steve Perriman. It's that sort of, oh, oh, that's opposi- sort of opposition area. Skipper, yeah. Happy yeah. birthday to him. It was Steve's birthday this week. Mm. So, um, well, look, thanks for coming along. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll keep chatting to the listeners this afternoon. But you still play, Anders, just very quickly. But you had yeah. to have your knee completely replaced. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had my knee completely replaced. Um, and I'm, I've been managing youth football and I've carried them through to uh, to men's football. And I, I join in. And when the keeper's not there... I um, go out and pitch, but how's the knee in the cold weather? Is it? It's, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It beeps when you go through metal detectors and things <laughs> like that. But yeah, really? yeah. Wow. But um, yeah, anybody else got any metal bits in the studio? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, who's who's? What's metal? Uh, half knee. Half. Okay, half well, we'll knee. come back. Half knee. Full knee. Two hips. Two. Uh, two. So we got two hips, half a knee, and a full knee, which tells you something about the demographic. Fantastic. It's basically a booper waiting room. Isn't it? <laughs> it is. Anyway, let's, thank you very much, Steve. Well, let's have some more uh, clips then. Um, oh, this is another one of my absolute favourites. Uh, mm. Keith Arthur, the brilliant Keith Arthur on uh, Fisherman's Blues, uh, got a call from uh, one of his fellow fishermen who wanted to give out all the details to uh, a forthcoming event. And yeah, look, I think it's fair to say it went on a bit. <laughs> What's the website, Andrew? www. Yeah. R N R N A N A N D R D R M N N N R M M for Marine M for Marine, okay, yep. A A A A dot org dot UK org dot UK, okay. R N A N D R M A A dot org dot UK. You got that, Captain. Fantastic. Uh, if they want to contact me, landline number. Well, no, don't. It, it, I'd, I'd rather not do that if you don't mind. Have you got an email address or a mobile number? I'd rather do that than a landline. That's fine with me, sir. Email. Yeah. C A C H. C A C H. A L O T. A L O T. Yeah. M A X I. M M A X I. Yeah. At yeah. Yahoo.co.uk. Yahoo.co.uk, okay. So you've got C-A-C-H-A-L-O-T-M-A-X-I. Yeah. 
Okay. Case lock maxi. Yeah. And my mobile R number. Yeah. Zero seven. Yeah. Nine five four. Nine five four. Zero two two. Zero two two. Six double four. Six four four. Okay, Andrew, I've got all that done. I will repeat it. Oh, don't, don't do that, Keith. <laughs> don't repeat. I've got his landline number three seven two five seven double eight. If you want to ring him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have you got his mobile eye number as well? <laughs> no, I haven't got that. Yahoo.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think he ever called again. He was fantastic. So uh, there we are. Good old Keith. OK, this next one is Paul. Oh, no. Oh, oh, you yeah. want me to do one more? Go on, right. squeeze one more Paul in. Paul Ross. There. Yeah. And uh, as he's got no lead, I don't even remember it. No, so I do. No, do this, is, this is the one where we thought this was Omid Jalili phoning him. Oh, right, Then we yeah. played it to Omid. But Omid was, he said, it sounds nothing like me. But we'll let the, the TalkSport listeners be the judge of that. Have a listen to this. Nilakanta Banu Plakash has won India's first ever gold in the Mental Calculation World Championships. And I'm delighted to say Nilakanta joins us now live. Nilakanta, what did you actually have to do in the competition? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely that Omid. is definitely Omid. He's not having it, but that is definitely Omid. Very funny. Anyway, more clips to come, more chats with the listeners, as we said. Uh, cabbie yeah. Top Trump's coming up a little bit later on. We can't have three cabbies in the studio and not play Cabbie Top Trump. I'll tell you, the, the basic rules are this. Uh, the famous, most famous person you've had in your cab. Fair enough. You meet any cabbies, and that's the question, and they'll go, my neighbour Charlie be listening today. He, well, we were in the pub, and he, he went through the card. Really? He's, he's had return visits from quite a few of them. Oh, really? But anyway, cabbie top trump. So the cabbie's in the room. Give some thought to that. Give yeah. some thought to that. And you've got to, to beat that. Steve, otherwise you don't get a prize. No, that's right. <laughs> Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports, the show we traditionally bring you on Christmas Eve. But as that's a Sunday, we're here today. We've got a, a oh, I'm gang... coming in Christmas. I've got another 30 people coming <laughs> really? in. Really? Yeah. Oh, you kept that quiet, doing that on the sly. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, a number of TalkSport listeners who sent us little biographies of themselves, said they would like to come in today. Here they all are. We're going to be chatting to them. We're going to play you more classic clips from back in the day. We'll keep you in touch with the darts. We'll uh, look ahead to the boxing, big night of boxing tomorrow as well on TalkSport. And we'll talk a bit of football because, obviously, the majority of the fans, or probably all the fans here, are big football fans. Um, in this next section, we will be chatting to someone who managed to get booed at a testimonial. And, uh, <laughs> and, a, and a serial Jonah. So, um, let's say hello first to Martin, who is a Charlton Athletic fan. Good afternoon, Martin. How afternoon. are you? Good afternoon. I'm very well, thanks. Are you wear, you're wearing the colours? You're wearing the team colours? Yeah, I thought I'd wear it today. I'm, I'm the only one that has. I'm quite surprised at that. So. Yeah. You're hum all these days, then. That's we a, are. I no, say, no. We're, we're oh, hum, that's, a, this, this is an old one. We're, oh. we're now with Castor now. So. Oh, blimey. Okay, yeah. very nice. For that market. So, um, that's a, well, that was an old away kit. Uh, yeah, about two, three seasons ago, yeah. Oh, okay. So, are you, well, are you a, is that local to you, Charlton? What's the uh, reason? Well, I live in Carshorton now, which is over in the Sutton uh, area, but I'm, I'm from the Charlton area originally, right. yeah, that's my local team. And you will be back, you haven't got to tell us now, but you will be back, uh, you are a London cab driver, so you will I be am. playing ca celebrity uh, cab yes. top trumps. So I, I might <laughs> let my mate, if Charlie is listening this afternoon, I'll let him join in, because uh, see if he can top your ones that's remotely. So we'll see what we get. Um, You've been in before though, haven't you? I was, well, yeah, 2008, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, blimey, we don't allow that. Could you leave? <laughs> no, of course not, I didn't know that. Of course not mine, <laughs> Not that sort of show. Crackers will be upset. I've always said to him, you can only ever come in once. He's going to come in with a false moustache and beard one day. So, um, it was you that got booed at a testimonial. It was me, yes. What did, what did you do? Um, well, basically, uh, this goes back to Nigel Winterburn's testimonial at Highbury. I, I worked for a law firm before I was a cab driver, and we got him... Well, 
my manager and I was asked by Rank Xerox, who were the sponsors of Arsenal at the time, said you put names in the hat and get to play at half time. My name never got picked out, so okay, fair enough. My boss did. My bosses did. Yeah. And uh, he broke his leg the week before the game, so they came in and said, "Oh, can you can you uh, jump in?" Sort of thing. Yeah, no problem. Um, got to play left back, which is fine. You know, I'll just play wherever. Obviously, you're playing at Highbury, it's a fantastic stadium to play at. And it was Arsenal versus. Glasgow Rangers, wow. and uh, in the in the tunnel before the game, there was another young lad from the other team. He's going, who's playing left back for that team? And I said, oh, it's, it's me. He said, oh, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Nice. You know, you know, thing, sort of thing. That's warm person. So I thought, <laughs> I thought, blimey, it's a, it's a big old crowd. I thought I can't be having that. So first chance, yeah, it was like fifty fifty tackle. So I've gone in, gone in hard, <laughs> won the ball. Run down the line, cross the ball, we scored, whatever. And then oh, well, every time I touch the ball after that, the Glasgow Rangers fans were on me, booing me constantly. Because <laughs> like, his team were... Like, a little defending. reducer, as Martin Keown would call it. Get your retaliation in early. Yeah, well, his team were defending <laughs> their goal sort of thing. So it was, uh, so I managed to get booed by Glasgow Rangers fans. That's oh. my claim to fame. No, that's, <laughs> well, that is, I'd yeah, say that's that is pretty impressive. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, well, look, it's lovely mm. to see you. Thank, Thank you. you. Lovely to see you again. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I've just looked. You came in in the early 2000s when you were in... So we knew, we knew. I mean, oh, yeah. I, well, I haven't got a problem with it. I haven't got a problem. He was very good. It was very good, that's right. <laughs> Who are we going to say hello to? Neil. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon. Let's uh, look for your details. I've got many a... Uh, Originally from Stoke and oh, a Stoke yeah, City yeah. fan. It's just underneath City Martin, fan. if you oh, yeah. the expression. Uh, yeah, OK. It's an interesting <laughs> system. Um, so, Neil, how, how are you feeling about Stoke at the moment? It's all, uh, all change, isn't it? Yeah, you never know, because the year I moved to London... I actually emailed the club because we just reappointed Pulis. And I'm yeah. like, he's going to ruin us, we're going to go down. And then I moved to London and obviously we got promoted. Spent So everyone thought like I was the jinx. As soon as I left the city, we spent 10 years in the Premier League. Yeah. But then a couple of years ago, I've never been so enamoured with Nathan Jones' appointment. Yeah. And look how that turned out. Right. <laughs> so it just goes to show you, as a, as a fan, you just never know, do you? And yeah. Well, I never understand with Stoke why Denise Coates doesn't go out and buy Neymar. She can afford yeah. it. She's That's the biggest gripe I've got. I mean, I've supported Stoke. I'm 52 since five years old. Yeah, I've always wanted a billionaire owner. We finally got one. But financial fair play just... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah that's back. the thing. You can, remember, you know, Andy's a Chelsea fan. Financial <laughs> fail? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, what, what was that? I've never <laughs> encountered that before. The biggest thing Dutch. is, it's like she's yeah. like the richest. She was. It was in the paper last week. She's yeah. the richest billionaire female in the country. Yeah. Mm. I think a tax bill last year was four hundred odd million. Mm. Her, her dad paid hundred odd million. Her brother paid two. <laughs> surely yeah. HMRC. Surely financial fair play. We can prove. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, I mean, you're maybe a tax write-off, wouldn't you? Yeah, you could. Yeah, <laughs> you probably could. Yeah, you probably could. Like buying an old classic car. <laughs> yeah, it's tax deductible. Uh, Stephen Schumacher, then, who's coming from yeah, Plymouth. Like you don't. Look, you don't well, I, I, I think. Don't I was looking listen. for somebody called Stephen Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's have a chat with Steve. You were. Steve's coming. He's a Liverpudlian. Steve, hello, Steve. Um, yeah, do you? Uh, yeah, used to be the manager of Plymouth. Now the manager of Stoke. He's not coming. He, you've got a funny story. Um, yes, so you're not sure. <laughs> no, you're not sure. Like, like I say, we, we spent a lot of money this year on players that Alex Neil bought in. Yeah. And they're all from abroad, so unless you really follow European football, you... I so you go and watch Carl Shorten instead. That's where you we get both, your fix. Yeah, we you both, both go, do, and yeah. Watch, wow. go and watch yeah. Carl Shorten. Now they're getting on this season. 
Okay, yeah, middling sort of. Win one, lose one. It's a different experience. I've been with Charlie and our producer, John C. Talking. I go now and again, I'll sort of watch Enfield or Potter's Bar teams near me. And, you know, I'm a season to go. I do. But no, Andy doesn't. But it is a very different experience. I really enjoy it. I really go along and have a pint, and it's much more relaxed. Oh, we love love it it because, like, you can can literally stand by the side of the ground with your beer in your hand. It's not an FA competition. I I, I started to take him a little boy a few years ago because I said, don't be a Chelsea fan or an Arsenal fan because you're never going to go. Oh, okay. Let's, let's choose so, cheers, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. it's, only a, it's only a pound gets a season ticket. I look forward to Chelsea playing car shopping on a regular basis. Well, I tell you, yeah. the way things are going, yeah, you <laughs> never know. They'll be well, in so Blue Square within five years. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, when it's cold and wet, it always you say, come and go in the executive box. Oh, okay. Basically, that's the bar. Overlooking the, the, the so, I've got, uh, so I've got two CAFCs that I support. You see, car short for, uh, oh, car short okay. and athletic. Well, it's athletic. always good on the old car coach. Exactly. Well, boys, thank you very much. Thank you. Good to chat you. We'll chat. We'll have a chat. With who's that there? Is Steve? Isn't there a chat with another Steve? Steve George. But let's bring Steve, you Steve just brought me a lovely. Oh, we're going to do some clips. I tell you, we'll what's that program that. from? Tell us what it's is it? Chelsea versus New York Cosmos from 1978 wow. 79. And uh, who was playing for the Cosmos? Was that the Pele? Didn't he ever played in England mm, for, uh, let's for see, them, Franz Beckenbauer? Oh, that's not bad, is it? He was uh, quite handy. Giorgio Canaglia, yeah, or Canaglia, yeah. Uh, you can only see David Hughes. Ron Atkinsale. <laughs> Ron <really>. Atkinsale? <laughs> <laughs> he was a player enough. David anyway. Bridgick. David Bridgick? Um, oh, Dennis Stewart. Oh, go. Dennis. Okay, fantastic. Anyway, let's bring you a few more clips. This is, uh, now Beaky, we love Beaky's sensational, but he occasionally, he does stray, he can be a bit partridge-esque. And oh, yeah. this, this was a classic bit of Beaky being just that. He could have played for four countries altogether. Here's Krasic from the right-hand side. Clips it back. Zigic with a header down. Great chance. It's there. It's been belted home by Milan Jovanovic. And Serbia, just after Germany had been reduced to ten men, have taken the lead here. Sensational. He's fallen down the moat. <laughs> Falling down the moat. What moat? And exactly. Well, this is uh, Quinny with uh, Beaky, and they were having a bit of a sort of historic football chat. And mm. I think it's fair to say that both of them, their knowledge was a touch sketchy. And I'd, I'd like to go back to uh, when was it, Beaky? 19. Was it 47? Jesse Owens, when he ran in the Olympics. I would have no, it would have Munich. been before the uh, Munich was it? Yes, it would have been it was before the war. Forty three. Was, was it forty three? So was it forty five? I can't remember. Anyway, no, it wouldn't have been during when the When Hitler was watching anyway. That's right. It and been. the look on Hitler's face and I'd love to be standing next to him and Jesse Owens won and say, mm. Stick that up your kilt Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> the nineteen forty seven Olympics. Who can't yeah. remember? The nineteen forty three Olympics and the infamous <laughs> stick it up your kilt <laughs> stick it up your kilt Adolf moment by uh, Quinny there. Beautiful. And uh, this is of course Alan. Uh, Alan yeah, Brazil. he was talking about a famous birthday, wasn't yeah. he? Do you remember this one? It was a kind of on we this haven't got day, any intros it? for these, and Andy is the man with the world's worst memory. No, I remember this one. You oh, do, yeah. but do you know how to set it up? No. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, I, that a, so it was a famous birthday, and say Alan again also got a bit confused with nationalities. Now, the People's Republic of China was proclaimed with uh, Matsi Chung as its chairman in this day in 1949. Yeah. I tell you what, what result that is. I love a ruby. <laughs> 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 I 
Who's, who's Maxi Chung? Maxi Chung. Oh, we all remember Maxi Chung. People's Chum. Republic of China, Maxi Chung. Good morning, Maxi. <laughs> he thinks it's Paul Miller. He thinks he's getting Paul Miller on. Anyway, we'll play some more clips. I do remember this one. We're Perry. not doing it. We're going to do it oh, later. That's it. Oh, yeah, okay. that's right. You're going to have to listen to the producer. I know well, you're taking I can't hear him. He's not speaking to me, is Okay. He? Well, he's just, he is talking to you. You've got the wrong earphone on. Oh, okay. <laughs> just the 23 years, ladies and gentlemen. It's not my fault. Now I can hear him. You wonder why nothing was being said, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, uh, we're checking at the darts. We'll, uh, we'll chat to some more listeners uh, here in the studio. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll throw some more coals on, won't we? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Proper sauna. This is this with it turned down as well. I remember Christmas. Borksby and uh, Annie Jacobs here on Talk Sport with the Talk Sport listeners in the studio playing some classic clips for you throughout the show as well. Uh, we'll have a T20 birthday spread later, but let's check in once again at uh, Alexander Palace, the PDC World Darts Championship. Mark Wilson. Yeah, getting the best of both worlds here, guys. I'm listening to you uh, and the classic clips and watching the darts backstage. Mace keeps looking at me, wondering what I'm laughing at, but uh, enjoying the show as always, fellas. And I'm enjoying the darts as well because we're in a deciding set. We mentioned Brendan Dolan and Mickey Mansell, two former World Cup semi-finalists for Northern Ireland. Well, it's two sets apiece, and Dolan leads 2-1 in the final set, but Mansell waits on tops. If he takes that, we're going to a tiebreaker. It's a really nervy start to the day here. The game's live over on TalkSport 2 now with Dance and Paul Nicholson, but it looks like we're going all the way in the opening game. Nice man, thanks very much, Mark. Uh, so let's uh, keep chatting to the listeners. Steve has been sitting there patiently. Steve oh, George patient, yeah. is a Chelsea fan. He's the one who bought you that lovely programme. Yeah. Do you know the history of that game, Steve? When it was... Because, uh, I mean, Beckham Bauer. Do you remember the match, Andy? I don't, no. no. I mean, 19... Was it a lot of pre-season friendly? last week. No, no, 1978. <laughs> You're asking quite a lot, really. Pre-season friendly or something? No, I, Tuesday... to, I my dad used to take me quite a lot. He, right. was, he was a Palace fan. Okay. He, oh, okay. he used to take me to Chelsea. So it was just one of the... An evening game that uh, popped up. And, he never uh, made any attempt to make you a Palace fan. No, I used to go... The last game I went to him, well, with him, was 2008, I think, the Stamford Bridge. Right. I took him... It was the first time he'd been back to the bridge in... It was 30-odd years or so. Wow. And, um, and we beat him 4-0, so he wasn't too chuffed. Oh, OK. <laughs> you, were, you were a bit like recent, Chelsea. You, you played in eight cup finals and lost the lot. Yes. Yes, it was only a bit yes. of a Jonah. I'm the man who has never... Gone up the stairs second. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. I've always gone up first. So, uh, yes. What's the closest you've got? I, 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 I need a caveat. They, 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 put, they put a set of steps. It's like a step ladder, basically. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need a caveat. That I've won lots of leagues. Right. But, but just never a cup final. Mm. What, what, what sort of standard do you play at, Steve? The Sunday league. Sunday league. Well, my, I played for a Saturday team, which was pretty useful. Um, but never... You know, never of, of a decent standard, to be fair. Do you want to get Elijah all like this? He got a red card in the final. Yeah. Oh, really? Fantastic. Yeah. Elijah what would have had you off about 10 Well, <laughs> it's funny. The year before, yeah. I was in a final for my Saturday team, mm. and they don't do it now. I was on the post, as, right. you, as you do. Yeah, yeah. And the corners came in. Chaps met it about six, seven yards out, full on the volley. Mm. I didn't know time to react. He hit me square in the face yeah. and gone off, and it's pretty much knocked me out for sort of 30 seconds. Right. Fast forward a year... For my Sunday team, I'm on the post again, right. as you do. But this time, the chat was a little bit... Again, another corner's come over, and the shot's come in, but he was further out. So I was able to get my hands up in time, because it was coming in my face. Oh, OK. So, so, yeah, so I stopped it on the line, and then it was just, yeah, 
So you're getting Cheerio. You're, get, you're giving a red flag, <laughs> oh, aren't you? Even, if, even yeah. if he's protecting his, himself. I think Law Twelve sets you free space. Yeah. Oh, oh Law Twelve. Yeah, absolutely. Law Three. Section. A few shouts of Law Twelve, Section Three. Sorry, not Law. What's Law Three, Section Twelve? Yes. I don't know what that. Law Three would be players and yeah. Section. Three, I think, yeah. on the pitch, but law three. Okay, well, that's, that's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's like we can have a good game. So, yeah, so I was off. off so, we could say yeah. law 14, yeah. section six. Yeah. Bob, 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 from, Bob from our pros will be loving all yeah. this, won't he? Yeah. Law 14 is penalty kick. Penalty kick. Oh, yeah. We love a penalty <laughs> kick. <laughs> yeah. Rang, Rangers fans. Finally, with Steve, kick. though, that you gave up smoking in August uh, 05, yeah. and you put on three stone in two years, but you look pretty slim now. Well, no, I gave up smoking in. August 05, the following yeah. month, I had a prolapse disc. Right. Yeah, I left that bit out. Yeah, I, well, yeah, but then yeah. I did... I did well, it's I, important, though, Andy. But I was, no, but I was, I was, playing, I was playing so much sport, oh, yeah. I, see, yeah. I then literally couldn't do any sport for two years. Oh, right, I right. literally just... You just smoking, smoking's on. a suppressant of... Like, yeah, appetite, yeah, of course. So, yeah. so, yeah, so I just put on three stone yeah. in two years. By leaving out the prolapse now, now disc, a... you made it sound like a good advert for smoking, <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, we don't yeah, want, yeah. which we don't want to promote, because it isn't. Yeah, no, absolutely. And now, so, yeah, now I'm a gardener, and obviously, you know... The weights just come off. Well, lovely to see you. Thank lovely. you for coming. Thank, Thank you very me. much. Yes, hello to... Uh, it's Jack. Hello, Jack. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very Jack's exciting been... greeting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jack's it was, been... wasn't it? Well, uh, Jack's been getting stuck into the uh, the Estrella this afternoon. He's Madrid. Early start. Oh, Madrid. I'm sorry yeah. about that. Other Spanish, oh, yes. other Spanish lagers. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> um, so, Jack, uh, yeah, tell us a bit. You're an Arsenal fan? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mainly follow uh, a lot of like non-league these days. Right. Uh, but... I still have a soft spot for Arsenal. My granddad played for him um, oh, wow. in the sixties. Um, I think it was only about four appearances he did. Still, um, in the end, not. St- <laughs> no, no, not still. I mean, still, it's. It. No. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I guess. Mick, I mean, Mikel Arteta. You know, he's not playing Smith Rose. He's not going to play your granddad, is he? <laughs> I mean, still, it's an impressive thing to even turn out yeah. four times for a exactly. club like Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what, what who was his, his name? Yeah. Alan Young. He played for, I think he played for Chelsea, wasn't he? Yeah. Alan, Alan Young. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So, okay. what sort of, who would have been his contemporaries? If Jack doesn't know, then his dad was. He was, he was in the same team as Venice. Uh, Chopper Harris. Oh, that oh, Chelsea right. team. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You might, yeah, we might be talking about that. Yeah, fantastic. Really? We might have known Steve's dad as well. Yeah. Chelsea at the same. Well, what about small You world? regularly submit clips for Clips of the Week, but you use a pen name. I don't well, know Jack Woody. Oh, well, so fair that's, enough. That's kind of... I've probably thought that was name. a made-up one from the <laughs> yeah, assistant probably. producer. <laughs> trying to get me at Did it. Did say again. it once. Yes, but, okay. You know. Well, thank we, do you for, thank you. we do thank you for sending them in. So, uh, well, yeah. What's been your best clip that you've sent in? Can you remember? There was yeah. one, what was that? That was a sports bar <clears> one. Um, the, oh, let's go to so-and-so. They're a so-and-so fan. Right. And it was, um, hello? Hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't remember the rest. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 you said, I it thought Lionel phone in on talk yeah. sport, I basically. Thought, <laughs> I thought Lionel Richie had come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I'll probably get on my, I'll probably actually, get, exactly, yeah, yeah. If we're cannibalizing our own clips, that will be on clips of the week next week. We'll have a chat with Tony later on, Jack's dad, of Please course. Do. But uh, we're going to bring you a couple of clips, then we'll have a chat with Philip and uh, the rest of the talk sport. There's still so many. So mm. I'd say, I was going to say plough through, but that makes it sound like it's a chore. And it isn't. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. So we'll keep, keep chatting to the listeners. Let's bring you a couple more clips. We've got time for a couple, John. I think we have. That's right. Anyway, this is... Our old mate Perry Groves, mm. top man Perry. Um, there was one word, though, uh, this year he was really struggling with, wasn't there? It's going to be very, very difficult to 
actually impose that because obviously there's facial recognition. Richard Nixon. Facial Richard Nixon, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Oh, this is an all time Alan yeah, classic. Alan isn't Brazil, it? of course, uh, introducing uh, a guest uh, from, well, from another part of the world. Portugal take on uh, Greece in the, in the big open. Now, now let's get a Greek uh, point of view from the Greek daily newspaper, um, Eleftherith uh, Typos. Good, goodness Hello. me. Oh, I hope I pronounced that right. And let's say a very good morning to next guest, George Georgia Kapop. Oh, hold on. George, Georgia Kapopoulos. Oh, George, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm struggling with Greek. I always have struggled with Greek names, George. Good morning. Good morning. You, yeah, you didn't do too badly, actually. Didn't do too badly. <laughs> Nicest bloke in the world. It. Good old George. He's yeah. very understanding. Yeah. Tremendous. So anyway, more clips. Uh, God, we've only brought you about eleven. We've got a fair few to work our way through. Christmas presents around the world. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. As uh, always, our pre-Christmas uh, show features the Talksport listeners. We'll have some classic clips for mm. you along the way. I've got some about. breaking news as yes. well. Carl Shorten have said they will take part in the European Super League if asked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Charlie Baker seemed quite keen on behalf yeah, of, exactly. uh, yeah, of Torquay. Why not? So, yeah, we'll keep chatting to the listeners uh, very shortly. But um, there is a notable absentee this year in the studio, our old mate Andy Smart. Oh, we yeah. were rocked by his passing back in uh, May. I think we've still quite come to terms with it. We still expect him to come into the studio yeah. and chat to us and give us that yeah, gig. I miss him so much. Absolutely. Um, he used to come in because he'd be en route uh, to a shift at Crisis at Christmas. Andy would uh, spend the whole of Christmas working for Crisis, and a great many of you would listen in and support the charity brilliantly. So we thank you for that over the years. Um, we thought it was worth uh, playing you a little bit of Andy from a previous Christmas Eve when he told us uh, why he was involved with the charity. We give them a good Christmas, basically, and uh, in giving them a good Christmas, they come in and they have a, a bit, you know, they have their big Christmas dinner on Christmas Day, and they have entertainment in the evening and stuff. But, but while we've got them there, we can also they get checked for TB. They have a podiatrist comes in and checks their feet because they get obviously they get a lot of uh, trouble with their feet because they don't get a chance to wash them that often. Um, they get uh, seen by um, the, the, the double people, they get seen by housing people, they get seen by doctors, they get, get haircuts, they get fresh clothing, they get art. Oh, it's it, it just when you see the transformation on the, from the first day to the last day, it's unbelievable mm. the, the, the difference in, in, the, in, the, in the way, just the way they're walking down the corridors, you know, they, 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 their heads Confidence, are up, yeah. You know, yeah. And, they, and they get to talk to all the volunteers as well, and the volu- which is just human contact is, is so important to them, you know, yeah. especially this time of year. Do you hear stories of, I'm going to say, do you hear stories of mm. people that you've seen come and, come and go over the 15 years that do come back, or do you ever get a chance to update their stories yeah, and yeah, yeah. turn their lives around? We've had, yeah, we've had, I mean, there was, uh, my, my favourite one was Ken, he was um, uh, he was so poor, and he was he was ex army, and 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 when his dad died, he, he he walked. He did he didn't have any money, so he walked from London to Leeds, wow. missed the funeral, obviously, put some flowers on his dad's grave, and then walked back. So it oh. took him six weeks, oh. and and. Um, he, he wasn't there one year, and then the next year he came back as a volunteer. And I said, "What, what have you been up to then, Ken?" And he'd been trained as a as a chef, and he'd got a job working for a family, cooking for a, a, a very rich family, and he was living in in Knightsbridge, cooking, wow. <laughs> cooking food for this Fantastic. family. So, I mean, that was that was the big success story. Yeah, yeah that was Andy. Uh, to hear popped his voice. in to see us. 
Um, yeah, and we'll tell you how you can donate to Crisis. They're, they're, they do fantastic work uh, all year, but certainly at this time of year. So we'll give you the details shortly. But we wanted to chat to uh, a member of Andy's family. His sister, uh, Roz, joins us now. Hi, Roz. Hello, Andy. Hi. Yeah, it's 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 great to hear him again. That's weird. I, I you know, as Andy just said, you know, it's it, it is great to hear his voice again. It's it's tough, um, certainly for all you in the family, but it is lovely to hear him talking about something he loved doing. He did so love crisis. He did. The one thing I really miss is when he. I know I listened to a lot of the times he was on Talk Sport with you, and his laughter. Yeah, laughing all the time. You just couldn't. It was more laughter than talking, basically. Yeah. But he was a lovely, lovely guy. And yes, he loved Crisis. It was his favourite or his only charity, really, that he gave to. But he felt so sort of behind it all the time. Yeah. So did did he talk to you about his experiences there when he was going along over Christmas? Yes, he did. He told us about. Um, I mean, even some people that had only got, just come homeless and yet they turned up and they, they felt guilty because they'd only just been homeless like a week. He said, no, you still need our help to get you off of this. You mm-hmm. need to be back into society and be living a proper life. Being homeless is not the normal way to live. He, he loved mm. working the door, didn't he? He'd go yeah. out and he'd, he'd like the smoker's yeah, corner and he'd right. say that <laughs> they, they would, uh, the, the guests would come out and he'd have a chat and have a cigarette with them um, yeah. on that sort of semi-security role. So that, that was his, that was his favoured uh, job because, yeah. you know, he was mm. somebody, he would chat to anybody, he was a very social animal, wasn't he? Very so. He did like talking to people, but he just offered the night shift was ideal for him because he was a night person anyway mm. and he worked a comedian doing clubs like till late anyway so he was used to that and he actually liked the night shift it was cold in the night time and he didn't have, like you say he was outside to have a cigarette with people but um yeah he was very good at doing the night shift which i'm hoping they've managed to fill that post obviously this yeah. year yeah. i was thinking he used to talk about returning guests and seeing people there'll be a lot of them very sad i think uh, learning the news this year Oz. that's very true there will be a lot of people that wouldn't have known it's only now when they turn up for the health at Christmas that they find out. Yeah. You're right to say too. Well, I'd say that fun- yeah. funerals, of course, are always sad, uh, but yeah. Andy's was joyous. It, was brilliant, it really yeah. was. And it was like a who's who of British comedy. There's so many people paying <laughs> tribute to him. It was wonderful. It was amazing. Yes, it was an amazing funeral. But, I mean, the actual the last match, they had a memorial match for him on the beginning of August mm. at Farnborough Town, obviously. And they raised £808 from people's donations that day, plus a corporate sponsor gave us, gave them £500. So all, that, all the time, it was, he was, even though he wasn't with us, he was still being able to raise yeah. money for crisis, which is amazing. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, love to yeah. you, you and all the family this first year without him. Thanks for joining us, Ros. No, thank you for, for bringing me on. It's lovely. Thank Brilliant. you. Ros Barton, they're Andy Smart's sister. And crisis.org.uk. Is the number to contact. It's uh, Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Philip is a Liverpool fan. Good afternoon, Philip. Good afternoon. Good to see see you. you. Philip, you were an actor. I was. Yeah, I retired due to popular demand. (laughs) 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 What would would we have seen you in over the years? Well, yeah, Blinky, you missed me, really. I did a bit of theatre. Some commercials. I actually did a... I've got a... I did a Tesco's commercial, actually, with... Mark Addy. Oh, yeah. From yeah. the full Monty. Remember the Tesco's mm, family? Sure. And uh, we were watching football 
and he got out some fancy snacks. It was me and another actor. Right. We were meant to be there. We were meant to be shocked at him eating these sort of fancy Thai fish cakes, whatever it was. Right. And we were on a soundstage in uh, Elstree Studio doing this. Wow. It was quite exciting, yeah. except for we were all sitting on set for a, a long time, and uh, uh, Mark Kelly was really... Really lovely bloke said um, to one of the guys on the floor, said, oh, what are we waiting for? He said, we're waiting for a prawn. <laughs> and the art department was, as actors, you were the least important people in there. There was an art department of more crew than you have here. Yeah. It's all about had, the product. You had to show it to the people in Tesco first that they were happy with it. And then the right yeah, colour of the, the prawn. Time, yeah. And the same time he was working with, um, I think, Dustin Hoffman on a movie. And he was also doing the Robin Hood film right. with Russell Crowe. But he was waiting for a prawn. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that prawn. He looked fantastic. It was, yeah, it, it was. was yeah, a very he's, good prawn. He's gone off the rails now. You take away from that. So, <laughs> he's um, still in the business. Yes, he is laughing. He's, he's in still very much. So, well, I mean, it's quite, it must be quite a big call to say I'm not going to do that anymore. I mean, did, or, mm. or does it, how does it sort of tend to Well, work? I kind of dipped in and dipped out of it. And. Uh, Doing all right, and then you know it's feast and famine. And then you know I'm I was in my early forties, and then someone else came up that I thought I could do that would give me a salary. And you look at your bank balance. And when I said to my agent, I'm I'm, it's, I'm done, I think. And they yeah. said, Oh, don't no, that's people always men always quit in their forties. Is where the work is. And so I like tell that to the bank manager. Oh. Um, so like you had to make a decision. No so, regrets though. For he was just no, thinking no, of his ten percent, wasn't he? Yeah, right? that's it. I'm, he just, was, yeah, I'm, yeah. Got, I'm still available, you know. Oh, that's now, right. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Available if you remember that. Voice over, talk sport when we do some voiceover. Yeah. No, no regrets. I, I know I do something really amazing. So yeah, I'm, it's very yeah. worthwhile. Tell us what you do. Yeah, so I work for uh, the Jack Petchy Foundation, which is in uh, charity foundation based in London, Essex. I hope there's no Watford fans in the room because. Yep. Uh, so Jack Petcher used to own uh, Watford. He bought yeah, it off remember, uh, yeah. John. And then when he decided that football was actually just a, a money-spending exercise, mm. he sold it back to Elton John. Um, and actually, he's a West Ham man, really. Uh, but yeah, it's a foundation that was, um, encourages young people in London, Essex, between the ages of 11 and 25, to believe themselves, achieve. He's given away probably in the region of about £180 million. Pounds. I might oh, get the figures wrong wow. right now. If anyone's listening from the foundation, I'll be in trouble. Uh, just to inspire your fans, why didn't he spend that on the team? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that, that's that's two players. Isn't it, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, and to make a difference because like all we hear about is negative things about young people, and uh, it's not uh, for the elite young people. It's for young people. It's a peer nomination scheme in schools and youth organisations. We work with all sorts of groups. Yeah, it's amazing. And you're and a Liverpool fan. I am a Liverpool fan. You can tell by my outrageous Scouse accent. And you get up to games? I do when I can, and I go and see games in London. And sometimes I go with. Uh, my mate Pete is with us here today to yeah. West Ham. Keep my head down. Right. So I'm in the West Ham side and, and uh, yeah. Brilliant. Well, lovely to see you, Philip. Good Thank you very much. Yes, Al- T- Tony has uh, joined us. We, had, we were just chatting to your lad, Tony, weren't we, really? We were. Uh, and it was, so it would have been your dad that played back in the day. It was actually my father-in-law. Father-in-law. Yeah, wife's okay. dad. Right. Yeah, so uh, he, he started off uh, schoolboy terms with Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tommy Dockett, he signed him. His, his first signing for Chelsea. He obviously wasn't too fat. <laughs> no, players he's rejected no, over the years. No, Alan was a centre half. Right. Um, so, so, big, yeah. big, tall, slender guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he always he always told us a story about how he, he ended up drifting out towards uh, yeah. Torquay United. Uh, oh. Peter Shilton um, came out. Alan was up for a corner and he. he Punched his knee, and that was it. He never really fully recovered. Wow. Don't he must have got off the ground. How did he punch his knee? And then a spring on him, didn't he? Is it like Maradona, the <laughs> knee of God. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Now, you're an Evertonian. For my sins. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, why? why we, we've, we've probably got two most unscouse uh, followers of Merseyside <laughs> yeah, football yeah, yeah. here. That's it. 
Not a terribly interesting story. I, I got in a football a little bit later than normal, and the Cupman's Cup final was the first match I saw. Yeah. Uh, on TV, so right. and that was it. Yours was a cup final as well, wasn't it? 74 yeah. when you got your first colour telly. Yeah, we, well, we, actually, we went to the neighbours. Right. Yeah, we were at my To dad. watch it in colour. Yeah, we stationed down, we stationed down in Salisbury, and we had a knock for the door, so we got a colour TV. We were next door, and I saw Keegan come out in red, and that was it. That was it. So I guess I'm you a glory You didn't go down hunter. the Newcastle route, then. No, no, I really <laughs> it should be. black and white. Yeah, white. yeah, yeah black and white. white. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> if I had, I could have been them, yeah. But well, I should yeah, really should, be Burton Albion, but never mind. Should just say that Tony, I like Tony, he's a new listener to the H&J Extra podcast. Well, oh, yeah, thanks to, thanks to my, my first ball. Because oh, there's a bit in there well, this year, I can't even say what it's called, but I think it's the funniest, if Paul was absolutely brilliant, it's the funniest thing we did this Punch year. Punch with your backside. It was, yeah, uh, sort of. Was the, Punch with your backside, yeah, I don't know if you've yeah, heard we're that. We're talking about our old mate Lloyd Hulligan. Very we? funny yeah. bit, if you've not heard that. So lovely, thank Good. you very much, Tony. Um, we're going to play some more clips, we're going to keep chatting to the listeners uh, throughout the afternoon. bring a few more clips here, we can get through a few here if we can, because there's plenty of them. Uh, here it is then, uh, <laughs> Jeff Peters is up later on, the only person in Britain that knows what the actual score was, but let's get a score update from Graham Beecroft. OK, Mansfield 1, Northampton 0 in that uh, other player. Sorry, Mansfield 0, Northampton 1. Mansfield 0, Northampton 1. Uh, Day getting the goal after 40 minutes play. Uh, Northampton 0, Mansfield 1. I beg your pardon, let me get it right. Northampton 0, Mansfield 1 in uh, that other playoff semi-final which is going on today. That's the Division 3 playoff semi-final. So it's Mansfield 0, uh, Northampton 1. Sorry, it's Ma Northampton nil, Mansfield one. Let me get it absolutely right in that other playoff uh, semi-final, which is going on today. We'll clear that up with Jeff later because <laughs> I'm still, I still, I still don't know. I haven't got a clue. So this is this is quite a Christmassy clip. Yeah, it's a very Christmassy it's kind clip, of Christmassy, yeah. isn't it? But Tomo, uh, Derek Thompson, uh, racing great. Uh, yeah, maybe it makes it a bit less Christmassy than you'd think. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now. Oh, that is brilliant. And good news, Justin, racing at Utoxida goes ahead. Yippee! Yeah. <laughs> Not quite <laughs> unto Mary and Joseph a child is born, is it? Really? Not really, no. Um, <laughs> this is a corker. Oh, yeah, this Graham. was uh, Mike Graham getting a text from a listener. Kind of hands across the water, this one. <laughs> Eric in commentary says, Mr. Graham, let the Greeks suffer. A few years ago, I bought some expensive sunglasses from a shop in Crete. They broke as soon as I left the shop. I complained, but all I got was thrown out of the shop by three assistants. However, on my last night, I superglued the locks of the shop door and had a poo in the doorway. Quality. Well, that's nice, Eric. I'm sure they'll be delighted to have you back. <laughs> I don't think he's going back. I don't think. He must have been a big lad with three assistants to have to get rid yes, of him. Out of I wonder what you were going to say then. Yeah, OK. Um, so we've got a goal update now, haven't we, from mm. Beaky? At Virgin Media, Channel 927. Goal for Aston Villa! Goal for Leighton Orient, I beg your pardon! Oh, it's easy to get those two confused, yeah. isn't it? Well, that could have been from, could have been from Mansfield or Northampton, basically. Uh, we all love this next one. This, yeah. is, this is Alan it's an getting off, it's caught, an, isn't Yeah, it? it's a kind of off-duty moment. Mm. Now and again, you think the microphones are off, but they're not, aren't mm. they? So this is a classic case of one of those. Alvin here with us with Ronnie and I right through to 10 o'clock taking your calls 08717 your texts and emails travel next <coughs> Chaffer kicking on? No, it's wet. 
<laughs> John likes that Ronnie Ronnie going, no thanks, mate. No thanks, mate. <laughs> Jaffa cake, anyone. <laughs> Ronnie's top. So, um, we'll, we'll finish this little section with this one. And it was Mike Parry and uh, Danny Kelly. They were on the, the warm-up. And Danny, I think regretting it as soon as he'd opened his mouth, asked Mike how he got down from Bournemouth, where he has a place, hmm. to Goodison Park. Strap yourselves in. What happens is you come out of Bournemouth, you go along the West Way, you then head down the, the A27, and then you, you see the, um, the sign which says M3. So you go left onto the M3, you're now on the M3 heading up towards the M25. However, being smarter than the average bear, you only go as far as the A34, and you come off the A34, and then you're heading towards the Midlands. Now, the A34, if you stay on it, will take you all the way to Salford in Greater Manchester, which isn't any good if you're going to Goodison Park, obviously, but it goes right to the northwest of England, OK? However, again, smarter than the average bear, you then get onto the M40, and then the M42 to go around Birmingham, onto the M6, OK? And by the way, again, if you're smart, you can pay five or six quid on the toll, toll road, yeah. the toll road and, and get through it much, much quicker than the ordinary M6. It brings you out just shy of Junction 8, which is the A5. You go off left on the A5, and you go along that road there, under Ironbridge, which was built by Thomas Telford and all that, then you turn right up the A41 and you're heading to Chester. You then go along that carriageway, you pick up the M53, you go shooting down the Wirral, you go through the Kingsway Tunnel. You then come up uh, on the other side, obviously, on Merseyside. You, uh, you go into uh, Everton Valley and onto the maybe the car park at Stanley Park. You are then a 200-yard walk away from Goodison Park. Easy. How often does this go wrong with roadworks and things, this journey for you? I never do it now. If I go to Goodison now, I do the train. <laughs> Fantastic. Continually quoting Yogi Bear there as well. <laughs> and it's Brilliant. even better because like he's got no idea that it's a funny pain. <laughs> Regular contributor Jimmy Bob mm. White. Good afternoon, uh, Jimmy Bob. He's got in touch with us today. He said, the best thing about that clip with Mike Porky Parry giving directions is that they're completely made up. Some bits don't even exist. The only way to drive <laughs> under Ironbridge is on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at David and Ellie who live up that way. Um, I mean, that route, would you think of taking that route, guys, that Mike was talking about get to get to Goodison? It doesn't stand a great deal of scrutiny. No, it doesn't really. Clearly doesn't. And also Cowpack Chris has sent us a message of regular Oh, good afternoon, Cowpack Chris. The man that spawned an extra bit in the falls panel uh, in, in your car, at home oh, yeah. in your car, Cowpack, on your tractor. Cowpack right. Chris. Yeah. Happy Christmas, Cowpack Chris. Um, so, uh, let's say hello to Lee, who's with us. Good afternoon, Lee. Afternoon. When, I, when I look down the list, you say that we've, we've had, we run into each other before and your name rings a bell, and I'm trying to think why that is. 90 minutes. Oh, <clears throat> right. I've worked in a previous life for um, an agency that represented Coca-Cola. Oh, yes, yes. I, and, I remember um, now, I'd yeah. pop in every now and then and we'd have competitions. Yes, of course. In your pages. That's right. That's what, so I got to know... Was. Um, Dave Smith of Shoot, you're in the same yes, building. Yes, I've got old Dave, yeah, yeah, that's which, right. Which uh, is another story about Portsmouth Fiorentina. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, um, Is it clean? Um, was that the Anglo-Italian Cup? It was, yes. I remember our own Andy Strickland mm. going off to that one as well. Yeah, yeah, that's Chairman right. of the uh, Isle of Wight Supporters Club. Oh, right, OK. I think well, he was. I'm but, uh, yeah, I spent, yeah, I spent lunchtime with Dave Smith before meeting up with you, and I was... Um, 
Oh, you're in no fit state. No. Yeah. <laughs> so who, who's your team? You say a Brentford. You're a Brentford fan. Oh, Andy gets to Brentford. Oh, uh, right. Do you like the new ground? Are you, are you in love with the new ground or? Um, well, it needs must, isn't it? Really, the yeah. old ground had so many it's memories. Hard but way to describe that ground needs must. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had to move, didn't we? Yeah, it's a brilliant atmosphere. Though. Um, I mean, it's, it's a great nice. atmosphere. Mm. It's it's similar in layout to the old ground with one big main stand, two ends, and a. A small side, yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 great. And you said well, a little. You were saying that uh, you introduced me to Jim Bowen at the football writers' yeah. dinner. I did. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, exactly. yeah. Because yeah. you said it'd be a great idea to have him for the mag, and uh, but you wouldn't go up and introduce. You had probably more to drink than me. So uh, uh, I probably had. Yeah. yeah so I went yeah. up and introduced. That year, he did a brilliant. He wasn't supposed to do that. He'd gone as a guest at the football writers, and the yeah. guest speaker had been caught in traffic or was ill, and so they said to Jim, and he got up and he did. This it's a brilliant story. It's probably part of his it was a part of his after dinner set. Good bless him. He, he half an hour bit about two brothers who were on Bullseye, and it brought the house down. He's absolutely sensational. Mm. He was a he was great. At least said he was going to bring in some sushi, and we were a bit in this heat. Not a great no, idea. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's been Christmas in hospital. <laughs> it wasn't conducive to good sushi, was it? This uh, maybe this our delivery conditions. Yeah. Are you a fan <laughs> of sushi? Then I lived in Japan for five years. Oh, really? So. Uh, Yes, the Which sushi. Which in Tokyo or uh, Saitama? So Did you follow just, a team while you were there, Lee? Did you the take Omi Ardija, who've oh. just been relegated to J League Three? Oh wow, yeah. what standard is What's that? The um, barely, they don't even have a ball. Well, it's not. Even, it's, <laughs> yeah, they they do, but they play at athletics tracks yeah. and uh, universities wow. now. But when I was there, they were in J League One, so that wow. was worth, they were worth watching. Well, good to see you. Yeah, hey, lovely. Good to see you again. In my case. Um, so, uh, who are we going to have a chat with next? We've got, let's have a look. So, uh, I can see Cameron uh, sitting there with uh, David. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Good to see you. Yeah. And um, you have uh, a famous footballing relative. I mean, in, in the world of footballing top trumps today, we've heard of some players that, that nearly made it to the very top and played some football, but uh, your relative was uh, one of the greats of English football. Well, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't my relative. I, 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 I married into the family, but yeah, my father-in-law is the late uh, Emlyn Hughes. Wow! wow. So there we are. <laughs> Still funny. What a what a player! Yeah, what yeah. a player! Yeah, the best was... moment on Question of Sport. We've just seen Question of Sport. Yeah. It's gone after all this time, but you'll never forget that moment with Emlyn and Princess Anne. Yeah, it's so a kind of classic bit of classic TV. Yeah, wasn't we're watching. He put, all... I mean, the, the, the kids camera you know listening. about this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. You've seen it. You've yeah. Seen he put. He, he yeah. laid an arm on the on. Princess Anne, you think you think he was going to be beheaded the way they carried <laughs> The fuss they made at times have changed a little bit. I think. No, it was a great. I mean, there was, I mean, there was less channels clearly, but there was eighteen million people watching yeah. that show, and uh, you know all this stuff because it's very recently just come in. So many comments on the on the on the website saying it's it's been rubbish ever since Emlyn was on and, and, and all these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, I think it definitely ran its course. It's in the genes, Campbell, because you you're a QPR at the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you watched old videos and stuff of, of your granddad? Have you watched him play? Well, my dad always shows me some old clips on Twitter, but they're all very grainy. But I've obviously heard lots of stories and people people often come up to me and yeah, well not they come up to me and they're telling me about my granddad and how they knew him or something. Yeah. Crazy horse, wasn't yeah. it? Of course, yeah. What was uh, what position do you play? Uh, I'm a winger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. And you're a cricketer as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I play cricket as well. 
You're at Middlesex? Yeah. So it's going to come in, you have to make that, that choice that... Unless you're Dennis Compton. Plenty of, unless you're, I don't think you can be Dennis Compton anymore, as probably uh, Phil Neville and others discovered. You probably do have to make a call at one point. I mean, is there any pressure from either side to do that yet or not? Not quite yet. That's it's, good. It's, it's, it's next, uh, the next step if he, if he gets to a position where he gets offered scholarship yeah. at, uh, at QPR or, or, um, or Middlesex, that's when you'd have to make a decision. But um, long, long, long way to go yet. We're, yeah. we're, we're not paying our mortgage off the back of him. <laughs> yet, so we're, we're pretty, we're pretty well, level-headed. That's no good. And you're Manchester United, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and what about you, Cameron? Who's your t- you? Uh, Liverpool. Oh, okay. I bet that's fun yeah. on match days. Although it was, I mean, we probably both fell asleep at the weekend. Didn't you? <laughs> well, me, me and his mum met in '96. Yeah. And so uh, we met on holiday, actually. So I met the, the mum and dad at the same time. So it was there was no oh that's my dad scenario. So yeah. it was good. And then the first game we kind of were, were sort of interested in was the cup final of '96, the Canton goal, white right. suits. Yeah. And um, from then on, we had a pretty good run of it, Man United, but. Uh, up from 2013, it's not been quite so good. So, uh, <laughs> it's cyclical. That's yeah, what, that's what yeah. I keep telling myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You live in my manor, don't you? Chiswick, you're a Chiswick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. We're looking for a lift home if that's all right. I go by tube yeah. or train. We'll so. he's, yeah, okay. he's been on the uh, Prosecco and he's not driving, is he? No, no, he no, wouldn't touch. He wouldn't touch it otherwise. So yes. Well, good luck, Cameron. We'll we'll look out for you. Whether it's in, I'm a Middlesex fan, so you you train on and play for the county. But equally, our old mate Mark Bircham, Lee Bircham, listening this afternoon. I would imagine Birch going to come see us in the new year. It's picking up a little bit for QPR. Do you keep an eye on their results as you turn out for the team? They were. They haven't been doing so well recently, but they got a new manager. Yeah. Got a few results on the bounce. They got lucky the other, uh, unlucky the other day against um, Sheffield Wednesday. Conceded two in the last ten minutes. Yeah, but they, they look to unlucky, be really. having a clear plan, and they've got the new training ground built now. So things seem to be looking up. Brilliant. And I'm excited to be part of it. Well, oh, we'll good. look out for you. Good to see you both. Thank you very Thank much you for very coming much. in today. We appreciate it. Cameron Stones. That's the name. Remember. Um, so let's bring you a few more clips. Um, now and again, people phone in to the station. This is a very. Yeah. Alan sounds like he's about twelve. This is such an old. People clip. phone into the station, and um, you think they're going to talk about one thing, but they talk about something very, very different. This is a good example of that. Uh, let's go to London and Neil uh, at the moment. No one disagreeing. Neil, good morning. Welcome to Talk Sport. Good morning, Alan. Hi. Uh, greetings to a fellow Celt. Thank you. I was sorry the kilted warriors weren't in Euro 2000. <laughs> well, anyway, they were close, but um, I'm not sure how well Scotland would have done as well when you look at that last four. It's very questionable. Uh, on the general point, I would say that uh, sport has become far too pressurised and high profile. Right. And I would say that sport needs a completely new direction. Uh, in fact, I think the whole world needs a new direction uh, to simplify it and make get back to the simple innocent little things of life and believe it or not Alan I think it soon will get it with the second coming of Christ to right take your point Neil let's go down to what <laughs> yeah do take, take your, your point, point Neil second coming is it gone out when's it gone all three seven one seven this is probably one of the most amazing guest talk sports ever had isn't it mm. Right, we're going to have a quick break, and coming up, the youngest British female ever. Congratulations to Benita Norris. It's going to be much of a chat. <laughs> One day, much I'll... of a chat. Yeah. And uh, this is another Mike Parry oh, classic, yeah. isn't it? Mike Parry's uh, his pronunciation of the word peanuts uh, the second time around, yeah, leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> 
I enjoy a packet of peanuts with a, a pint of shandy. I know where you're now, coming now from. Now, I want to know what the peanuts are first. So people think I'm mad. I go into the pub and say, hi, how are you doing? What can I get you, sir? I said, well, first of all, what sort of peanuts do you sell? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he say it perfectly normally no for the first two no and get idea. it wrong for the third? No way. He'd never do it for comic effect. That's just Mike. Yeah. Anyway, just one more from this section. And uh, it was a caller to uh, Ian Danter mm. and uh, Mickey Quinn, who got quite emotional. William's in Tyneside. Hi, William. You're on Talk Sport. Hello. Hello, William. William. Happy New Year to you. Hi, yeah. What's your point, mate? Uh, there's two points I'd like to make uh, about Mickey. Mm hmm. He played for a Newcastle United. You know, quite a few years ago. Yeah. And I, had, I didn't realise how good he was. Oh, you're missing him. You're missing him clearly, based on oh, what you got now. God, he scored so many goals. <laughs> so many goals. <laughs> it's a beauty, that. It's a beauty. Anyway, more clips to come. More, more from the TalkSport listeners. We will be chatting to some uh, lads who took Alan Brazil on holiday with them. They really? travelled around Europe Lovely. with Alan Brazil. Kind of. And lived to tell the tale. Kind of travelled around Europe. But anyway, we'll explain all. Chat with uh, some more of the TalkSport listeners. We have Jason with us. Good afternoon, Jason. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, Andy. What's your story, Jason? Tell us. Who's I your have, team? I actually have no idea because... Dave, my mate, sent the bio in, so I have no oh. idea. Um, so, Dave, he doesn't know what you said about him. No. Um, you're one half of Johnson and Morley, is that right? Uh, no, 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 he's not. No, he no. knows them. Oh, he knows them? Yeah. OK, sorry about that. <laughs> it would be odd. Yeah, sorry, it's it's not it, your name. It's not his name. <laughs> no, this is... Uh, these are the boys from the Class of 92 documentary managers at Salford, yes? Yeah, yeah, so John O, primarily, not necessarily Bernard. Bernard and I used to clash a little bit. Right. Playing against each other in the uh, non-league days, but um, Anthony Johnson or Jono, as I know him, I coached him for a, a couple of years with um, a non-league legend at Atherton Coles called Alan Lord. Um, right. Some people who are familiar with the Stockport area might might know him. Um, they came across well. I enjoyed that series. Mm. I got there both of them. They were good. And I thought I actually thought that like, you know it was a tough old job with having having players of that quality looking over your shoulder, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Really. Yeah, and be, being an ex Salford player as well. Um, when they weren't very good, by the way. And yeah. Not, not paying more than 20, 30 quid a week. Um, so you played from in, in back yeah, in the day, yeah, did you? Yeah. Wow. We Northwest Counties. Uh, Amazing. Many, many years ago. But um, John O'Hare know very well. He's um, a lunatic. Um, okay. He turned up for a game one Saturday afternoon with um, a, uh, a brace on his arm uh, with pins through his hand and everything because right. he'd had a fight the night before and oh. uh, mm. insisted that he was fit to play. Um, right. So uh, that was, <laughs> that was um, we actually managed to get it um, wrapped up and passed the referee and he did actually play that oh, game. He, as oh, well. wow. So, uh, I didn't so, yeah, give anybody uh, a whack in the face with that, would you? He would have looked right under that bed. Yeah. Let me have a look what's under there. 26. So I thought you were fairly kind to him then, David. As he didn't know what it was, you could have completely stitched him up, couldn't you? I could have done both. I'd let him off for once in his life. So, how are you two mates? Um, we uh, lived together uh, about 30 years ago. A mutual right. friend of ours, there was four of us. It was a bit of a young ones kind of a setup, right? Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. But so, um, you're Manchester United fan, but you have family yeah. links to City, I do indeed. Yeah, my uncle, um, God rest his soul. Um, was on the board for 20 years. He started yeah. under Peter Swales' tenure, wow. um, went through the Franny Lee years, um, and ended up with um, David Bernstein. Wow. So uh, 
there was one time when Francis Lee was just, it, it was the forward of Franny era, so he, he was just taking over. Mm. I, I got invited into the director's box. You got to get suited and booted and all that kind of thing. The weather was really inclement. So my uncle went, yeah, put my spare Mac on. It's like, I'm not wearing a Macintosh. It's going to be embarrassing. So <coughs> put that on, the weather's appalling. He said, you'll thank me later. So it was like, it's one of those. The game was... Was uh, it a particularly bad raincoat then? Was it, what was it about? Oh, it it's, didn't like... it's just a Macintosh, you know. Yeah, you're yeah, 20 yeah. odd year old and you're getting given a 50 oh. odd year old guy's coat. <laughs> With <laughs> a big <laughs> belt. And the yeah, epaulets. Yeah, exactly. And the epaulets. Oh, like, look like Columbo. <laughs> 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 um, so it's one of those... It, I don't know if you remember the game. City were 2-0 up. A couple of goals from now, Quinn at half-time. So I went into, oh. you know, dining area. I just went, oh... Could do without this today, you know. All the city fans were like, "Yes, come on, we're battering United. This will be great." Yeah, and you're you trying to, not. To, you obviously, you, you know, you didn't have to yeah. celebrate, but you were trying to keep your head down. As I was a bit, United I was fan. a bit full on at the time. I mean, I was down anyway. Yeah, gets into the second half. Different United come out. Um, couple of goals makes it two all. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Goes, in, goes into yeah. the last five minutes. Cross from the left. I think it was probably Giggsa yeah. and Roy King's there, right at the back stick. Bang! There we go. Three minutes to go. 3-2. Job done. United, brilliant. Couldn't have been any more ecstatic, which I forgot to hide. Ah. So I jumped out of my seat in the middle of the director's box. The Macintosh uh, pocket gets ripped. <laughs> I'm like that, jumping up and down, arms in the air. Then I just have that Afghanic moment where I'm going, I've just remembered where I am. Ah. Yeah. I, I look down and Francis Lee's there and he turns around with this scowl. <clears throat> I mean, that was a savage look. That's <laughs> Norman Hunter. Oh, if you think yeah. that was bad, I look down yeah. to my left hand side and my uncle turn around and give me that family death stare. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to kill you when I get home. Oh, definitely. Nice one. Thank you, David. No, Thank you, Jason. We'll keep chatting to the yeah. listeners very shortly. Let's bring you a couple more clips. Yeah. Talking of United, isn't it? This next oh, one. yeah. This is Daisy Gray, who uh, gets a bit lost at the end of her bulletin, but what she actually says has become talk sport folklore. Manchester City surrendered a two-goal lead to draw 2-0 with Tottenham in the Premier League's late game. It means they're now nine points behind leaders Chelsea, who play tomorrow. Earlier, Wayne Rooney became the best one-all record and to Bobby Charlton. That's the latest. I'm Daisy Gray. <laughs> best one-all record in Bobby. No idea. It's still a beautiful no, thing. I love this. Yeah. Experience. Now, because Saggers, when he uh, was fronting all of our live football, would, was famed for his big build-up. He loved He'd the big build-up. He'd write the big build-up. Yeah. Build before he handed it to the commentators. Churchillian speeches. And nine out of ten of them, 99 out of 100 of them, went swimmingly. But there was just that once... When the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Mickey Quinn and Jim Proudford on Sky on TalkSport tonight. Oh, no. Such a shame, isn't it? Forgot he was working for. Now, this is probably the most famous clip, apart from Bob's health, which mm. we'll bring you later, of course. This is the most famous clip ever on TalkSport. Yeah, it's it's got a life beyond the station. I think it's one that went mm. global. Um, global? Yeah, I think, it, yeah, really? it did. It went global. Uh, yeah. this is the middle of Peru High Street. It, well, it got as far as put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, walking through Lima, you, you'd get stopped down here, oh, I tell yeah, you. Uh, anyway, it was uh, Arthur Alberston on the Scottish phone-in back in the day, taking a call. Uh, a fella talking Scotland. I'm phoning, you know, about Craig Brown's selection for the Scotland squad. Y yep. Uh, um, he must know that Hearts have got a good team. We we get Colin Cameron in the squad, mm -hmm. Stephen Presley. Yep. I just don't know why for at least three seasons 
Ik ben ignoren aan Inemi. Aan Inemi? Ai, I don't know why he doesn't get a game. <laughs> for Scotland? Ai. He's from Finland. He's what? He's Finnish, isn't he? He's not finished. He's only 28. No, not finished. He's from Finland. What do you mean? That's where he, he, his nationality is f- Finnish. He's from Finland. He's not Scottish? No. Oh, I thought he was Scottish. He's not finished, he's only 20 years. (laughs) Um, Andrew, the Chelsea fan, thinks Johan Cruyff might have played in that New York Cosmos-Chelsea game. He told us about it. Talking of which, as we're Mm. talking about one of the greats of football... Anyway, let's get a list of the greats of football finally in this section from uh, Liz Saul. David Beckham will be officially presented an LA Galaxy player tomorrow night. He and Posh leave Britain for America this afternoon. Bex is following the footsteps of some of sport's biggest names, such as Johan Croft, Franz Birkenborker and George Best. Here we are. Franz Birkenborker. George Best and Franz Birkenborker. Beautiful. So there we are. We'll have some more clips. We're going to have a chat with one of the TalkSport presenters. He's been a TalkSport presenter for many years. Did the overnight show for many years, but has never set foot in this country until today. We'll uh, reveal all. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Talksport listeners are in the studio this afternoon. Uh, among them, Tony. Good afternoon, Tony. Yeah, so tell us a bit about yourself, Tony. I feel, I feel like I'm on a quiz show. Yeah. <laughs> what are you hoping to win tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than I won last time. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm a Huddersfield Town fan. Right. Um, I run a small supporters club in Huddersfield called Burstall Social. Right. Oh. Uh, and uh, my mate says I'm the most boring man in the pub. 
great claim to fame. Because I've been yeah. to all the football league grounds, yeah, all the cricket grounds, yeah. and 57 of the 59, or 56 of the 59, Race courses. Well, I did make a note on your. I, I wrote Dan Anorak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's on my Christmas list. New Anorak. But you've never been to Epsom, which is one of the big ones. Going to Epsom. We're finishing at Epsom on the 1st of June. My brother's taking us to Epsom on the 1st of June to complete the 59. Wow, way. Yeah, your brother didn't want to appear on the radio, did he? No, he's dull. <laughs> You're the entertaining one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything you? I mean, you've, you've done race courses, football, cricket. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Rugby well, league. Embarrassingly, I've, I've started on rugby. Well, I'm, I'm from Batley. We're both right. from Batley, obviously, yeah, yeah. brother. Uh, from Batley, so I've got a season ticket of Batley Bulldogs. We're in the second division. Yeah, yeah. A rugby league. So I'm working my way around those, and then I'll finish off the Super League and. Um, my best mate's a rugby union fan, and he wants to do the. Wow. Uh, he wants to do the, the rugby. It's, it's a good way, a good way to see different yeah, sports, taking fun, their game it? and everything. It's fantastic. Well, well you... I, I have to tell you, it's combined with drinking real ale. Oh, so, oh okay. so all we do is go to these. Do you go there with your get there early. specific gravity meter and drop it in there? Not, not and... quite, but <laughs> no, I'm working not... on a beard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so am I. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Tony. Well, uh, you're not dull at all. We loved it. Fantastic. Tell your mate to shut up. You tell him. Yes, now, as we said, we've been, um, we've been joined by a talk sport commentator. John Krieger brought us the overnight show for many years uh, many here years, on TalkSport. Yeah. But we were shocked today to find this is his first visit to the UK. It's not only his first visit, he's only been in the UK for a couple of hours. <laughs> this is, I mean, and also, John, this is your belated honeymoon because of COVID, and you've dropped Mrs Krieger off at the British Museum, <laughs> and you've come here. <laughs> and I wouldn't have it any other way, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so well, it's lovely to see you. You're from these. Detroit, aren't you, John? I am, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you were telling us how the kind of talks, you, you just started doing a few guest appearances on talks, Sport, and then they said, how do you fancy doing six hours of radio? Yeah, you go back to, to 2012, and I had no idea TalkSport existed. And then somebody gave me a smartphone app mm. where I could listen to radio stations from around the world. And I found TalkSport and fell in love with the station. Wow. And so then that was about the time that you went 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And they needed someone to talk about U.S. sport on the overnight show. And back then it was Mike Bovell and... And uh, and Mike Graham, yeah, and so through actually social media, they said, "Do you want to do this?" So we'd been doing it for about six months, and then I get a call that says, "So we're going twenty four hours on the weekends too. Do you want to host?" Wow! And I said, "Yes, yeah, oh, brilliant. Wouldn't wouldn't mind that at all. Do you think you can do it from Detroit?" Yes, I can do whatever you need me to do. And so it was. It was would have been a hell of a commute. Oh, wasn't <laughs> it? As, as, as it was, I had a studio uh, in the next room, so my commute home was about six steps. And it was good hours for you. You were like six, seven o'clock in the evening to one a.m. Was that right? Or? Yeah. Uh, it so was. you kind of finished the show at the point you would have been starting it if you'd been here. Yeah. yeah right. And then yeah. I'd, I'd fall asleep to Fisherman's Blues when the rest of you all were well, getting. That's out. a bit oh, yeah. harsh. Sorry. Yeah. Join, join, join the club. No, I see you're a Tottenham fan from your cap. Is that right? You're for my sins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have to ask you something though. Okay. Uh, where did Norwich City play? Okay. Uh, yeah, you want to tell us where it is? Uh, they play it, I think. Carroll Road. Carroll Road. Well, okay. Okay. Because you said that once and you became a clip, John, as you're aware, because you said it in the style of Austin Powers. Let's have a listen to this. 
There's something about Norwich City. There's something about the Canaries. There's something that maybe is somewhat bigger than Mr. Lambert who left them because what you see at Carroll Road yeah. <laughs> Everybody puts their finger, little finger in their mouth when they hear that. So here's the funny story about that is that my tech ops used to joke that because I was around, um, you know, British co-hosts, yeah. I'd pick up the accent and I'd ah. become more British as the show would go on. <laughs> and that time I just completely missed it. Uh, and so, but it's, uh, I hear that played every now and again. Yeah. And it's, it's a reminder of some fun times. So how long are you here for, John, on the honeymoon? Uh, we're going to be in the British Isles for about two weeks. Oh, brilliant. Uh, and so you're, where else are you traveling outside of London? Uh, we're going to go up to Scotland. I'm going to be um, incredibly stupid and play golf in St. Andrews on December 29th. Wow. I know that. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to be freezing, but I'm going to get it done. Brilliant. Uh, and then we're going to go over to Belfast and Dublin and oh, then head home. I love but it. This yeah. is a great way to start. You're not going to get to Tottenham? Uh, no, well, I'm, I do have tickets to see them tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, after, after 20 years of being a Spurs supporter, I finally get over to see them. And three quarters of the team are hurt and suspended. Yeah, that's, that's so. It's going to be one of those. That's things. what it's been like all season. John, lovely to see you. So much. Thanks so much it's for coming. We do appreciate it. Yes, it was great. Let's say hello to Nick. Uh, we, we heard from uh, the first guest on the show was uh, Elijah, who is a, a referee oh, uh, working his way through the ranks. And uh, you, like, you were the sort of long-suffering dad who did all the driving before he got his own car. You were ferrying him around from game to game. Is that right? Yeah, I was, Andy. Um, Paul. 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 Yeah, sorry, yeah. Paul. That's Andy. He's got his name thing on his Yeah, I used to... Um, yeah, obviously, when he started, he was 14. He couldn't drive. And... Um, Every single weekend was just Saturday and Sunday, yeah. back and forth. So I started, he used to make money. Well, he obviously gets paid for the games. Mm. So I started charging him £5 a journey. Um, you know, just... <laughs> I didn't even how we first show our hands, which is that good? good. I think it's good. I think it's to ground him, yeah. you know. Um, I'm fortunate. I've got, you know, a relatively okay job. So I didn't need the money, but I remember one day then I couldn't take him and he, he looked at me and went, well... You'll be losing your five pound then, won't well, you? There we are. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That focuses the mind. It's not me, actually it? the reason I do it, but no. I mean, to be fair, he's done really, yeah. really well. It must be hard though. I mean, I've when my my boy was playing youth football, I'd see young referees like fourteen, fifteen, and they'd come with their mums and dads, and some of the coaches are appalling, you know, mm. the Adams, and they'd start shouting at a fourteen, fifteen year old. It must be hard for a, a dad, or did you never really encounter that? No, hopefully? not really. Good. I mean, I remember there was one specific game that completely changed. Him. He was about 15 and it was a similar age group and it was just down the road from where we lived and he completely lost control of it. Right. Um, and it was his early days, not his fault as yeah. such, but he lost Sounds control. Sounds like he'd be of... perfect for the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fast tracking. Um, and, it, you know, he knows the game I'm talking about and he came off at the end. He had both coaches having a go at him and he's very thick skinned. You know, he, that doesn't phase him. But I said to him afterwards, you know, you should have got the cards out early. You should have stamped your authority. And obviously, wow. I think that's what he's that's, doing well, now. He does now. Blimey, oh, from what he was saying does, earlier yeah. on. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> well, good to see you, Nick. Thanks, thanks ever so much for coming Andy. in. <laughs> uh, thanks, Brian. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Let's give you a few more clips. <laughs> have a few more clips. Oh, this is what, oh, this one, one of your favourites. Yeah, it's great. This, this is a caller to Ian Collins, uh, who'd just been to the zoo and had a bit of an experience. Daryl is in Nelson. Hello. Yes, Daryl. I was I was to zoo about two years ago, and um, 
Amazingly, a ringtail lemur jumped off its island across the moat. Oh, yeah. Landed on the fence, and I thought, I'll go over and stroke it. My wife said, no, no, don't go near it. It's only a little thing. Yeah. It grabbed hold of my arm, yeah. pulled it out of its socket. No. And flung me into the moat. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. And then... <laughs> oh, sorry, Daryl, that's hilarious. It you weren't know... hilarious for me. <laughs> You were you were wrestled by a monkey. Yeah. How big's a lemur? It's about a foot tall. I mean, I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed by its strength. So it pulled you. So, sorry about your arm and the pulled your arm out of its socket. Flung me over the fence into the moat. <laughs> no way. I'm telling you. Really? What happened then? I won. I won fifty thousand pound compensation from the zoo. <laughs> really. I'm not sure about the last bit, no, but the rest of it I absolutely love. And just one more, we'll bring you now. This was uh, Mike Rutherford from Genesis appeared on um, <laughs> Ian Collins' show as a guest, and uh, they got a, uh, a call from somebody who was clearly a big Genesis fan. Big. Well, sort of. Yeah. We're going to take some calls. Mike Rutherford is with us from Mike and the Mechanics. 08704 202020. This is Mark, who's down in London. Mark. Hi, you're through to Mike. Uh, good evening. Hi. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Seen you several times. Right. Hamburg, Manchester, and Birmingham. That's good. That was in the seventies uh, when Phil Collins was on the drums. Right. Now, a question I've got to ask you here is: How did you come out with Salisbury Hill? Where did that come from? Because that was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. One of the best songs I've ever heard. Right. Well, unfortunately, that wasn't me. That was a, a song by Peter Gabriel. Well, it was Peter, yeah. But weren't you involved in that? No, that was his sort of that was his first real kind of solo album he did when he, when he left uh, Genesis. But I mean, I agree. I think it's I think it's a great song. I've seen Genesis live several times, and they're one of the greatest sounding bands I've ever seen in my life. What do you think of Super Trump? <laughs> do you think of Super Trump when you're an old stop digging, mate? That's the thing. <laughs> Good afternoon, it's Hawksby and Jacobs uh, pre-Christmas party. We're playing classic clips. We've got a number of listeners in the studio. We'll be chatting to them very shortly. But first, we check in once again with our team at Alexander Palace watching the PDC World Darts Championship. Mark Wilson's back. Good afternoon, Mark. Hey, good afternoon. The special one, Jose de Souza, is out. The 25 seat, beaten three sets to one by the Dutchman who now lives in Sweden, Jeffrey de Graaf. De Graaf, who lost the first set, then reeled off three sets on the spin, including an average of 115 in set four to a dominant 3 1 win. He will face former champion Rob Cross in the third round. Up now, it's Christoph Ratajski, the Polish Eagle. He's taking on Jamie Hughes. Ratajski leads the opening set by a leg to nil. The country is live with Dance and Paul Nicholson over on. Talksport 2 right now. Yeah, cheers, Mark. If you've not heard the darts, uh, our darts coverage is fantastic. I was watching the darts last night. The dog was getting antsy, mm. wanting to uh, go out. So uh, I, I, I was listening to the boys. They're doing brilliant work. It's a really good listen, so we do recommend it. So we've got two sets of brothers with us now. Uh, we'll kick off with oh, yeah. Alan and Ian. Good afternoon, guys. Good oh, to well, see you. Alex. Great to be here. Now, you form a group called the Friends of Alan Pardew. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or are you just friends of Alan Pardew? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, well, I've known Alan. I'm 63 now. I met Alan when I was 17. 
Uh, played a lot of football with him both Saturdays. Was he on the windows then, Pards? Yeah, yeah I that was, that was his, he, I worked with him as well. We fitted windows. Yeah, people may not know this, but, but the, before Alan was a football done some of these. In this yeah, without yeah. doubt. You look out there. I'm, oh, yeah, I've worked there. Worked I've, I've, there. Heard, I've heard tell of people that wherever you go, mm. you, if you're in a cab or in a car with him in London, he'll say, I put those windows. Yeah, yeah, Seat yeah, Containers yeah. House apparently did that, which is now a hotel, yeah, but yeah, just yeah, around the corner from here. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, he worked with his brother, didn't Yeah, his brother. Had, yeah. So if ever a window blows out in this building... Blame Pardew. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be able Fant- to fix it. Fantastic. So uh, did you play football together, you guys? I played yeah. with him quite a we lot. We did. You know, yeah. As I say, when I met him when I was 17, our first sort of time I very first met him, he picked me up in a little black van. Our first game was for Whiteleaf. Wow. Yeah, that was good size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I always tell the story. It was our debut for Whitey on a Thursday night, and we won 2-0, and I scored them both. Mm-hmm. And um, how come he made it, and I never. But never mind. That was <laughs> like, yeah. Did you think, I mean, was there something about him? Did you think he's going to be a pro? Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> As the years progressed, because that was like 70, 80, yeah, yeah. He, he got better as he got older. Right, okay. You know, and then, you know, when you see him play, he went, he played for various clubs like Coulshard and yeah. Dulwich and that. <coughs> yeah. And then he went down to Yeovil, and when you see him playing at Yeovil, and they was a step away from being a, he just run the game. Right? He was yeah. allowed to train up at Dulwich Hamley, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, they were dancing with him. Lots of times. Yeah, yeah. we do. So when you saw those yeah. moves on the touchline, the cup finals, no, you'd seen him do that. Well, in the let's clubs just and... say he hasn't heard the last of it from all of us. Lots. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets a lot of stick. I mean, you know, I, I play a lot of golf with him now. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, he's, he's. I mean, he's, he's your colleague now. He loves. Yeah, it. He's, 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 you sound he's, he's enjoying himself. He yeah. loves. Yeah, we're it, loving yeah. having him here. He he's been he's doing really, really good. And he played. We 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 used to run a Sunday football team together. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was you know star of our team certainly. Um, His great moment for Palace was scoring the, the winner against Liverpool yeah, in the yeah. semi-final, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course, you did a stand-up yeah. comedy, Alan, do you? Yeah, somebody said to me, why did I give up? And I said, well, I ran out of places that would have me. So, <laughs> <laughs> now, seven years, yeah. Uh, I think I gave Rob Beckett his first paid gig. Oh, did oh, you really? So you quid. ran a comedy club, did you? Well, yeah, I ran, I, yeah. Um, and uh, it was 50 quid for a 20-minute slot at a school in Richmond. He's never looked back. Wow. Tremendous. That's yeah. fantastic. So I'm sure the check's in the post if Rob's listening. Indeed, this yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got some great stories about Rob, which we can't repeat. So you got but you got out of there. You're not doing that now, no? No, not anymore. Um, I coach football. Um, I coach at King's College London University, the first team, um, and do a little bit of a, a, AFC Wimbledon. So I, a shout out to the foundation team yeah. there. Mm. They're all out last night, so no doubt they're nursing sore heads. We do yeah, they do of... great work because when we judge the Willow Awards, we see a lot of the work that all the foundations do. Yeah, fantastic. Do, and they, they do sensational and work. And I help out they? with, yeah. I do a few groups for them, um, different Brilliant. special groups, can we call it that? You have, though. We haven't got time to go through all the things you've done. You've had a very varied and interesting life, actually. Yeah, yeah. do you want to pick one off? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, club 18 to 30. Oh, Club 18 30, yeah. Well, I used yeah. to look after my brother and Pardew when they came out on holiday. Um, yeah, but there's lots of stories there. Uh, as a club eighteen thirty rep, I was with them for well, seven or eight years, and Ian was with them for a couple. Yeah. Of days. <laughs> write a book, can you? I'm, it's actually, yeah. I'm writing a book at the moment. Well, oh, talking wow. of lads Brilliant. on holiday, yeah. Uh, our our next uh, two brothers, um, uh, George and Ted. Good afternoon, guys. Good to How see you. you? Um, Are we? You, I mean, you, you hooked us uh, when you showed us a picture. Us, I mean, the producer yeah. vetted all these, yeah. but. Um, 
It's you went on holiday, the, the, the pair of you, with Alan Brazil all around Europe. We have, we have actually brought the, fr- the flag in. It's in so, flag yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, so flag you're obviously form, big so. talk sport listeners, and you made a flag of Big Alan's face. Yeah, is that right? It was. It was yeah, a yeah. challenge choosing the photo because there's a lot of great content of Alan Brazil. Yes, it certainly is. And it, this but, is quite a straightforward sort of. Sort yeah. Of, I think he's had a drink, but that doesn't yeah. narrow it down. <laughs> doesn't narrow it down. What, what, what's Me or Ted? Yeah. Yeah. Go and fly it from the top of the shard across yeah. the road. It'd be fantastic. Well, we've, we've had it. We've had it. On, if on he's in attendance, we could have it flying on the building. <laughs> this is it, yeah. 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 We've, had it, we've had it on the, on, like, on the back of boats. We've had it, obviously, wow. at festivals. Slovakia. And, and what Slovakia, was the recognition yeah. value in Slovakia of, oh, mm. Alan Brazil? I mean, it wasn't, he, it, it, what, he doesn't, I don't think he travels well. No, not, <laughs> a lot, no. not a lot of traction. I was, I'll be honest, I was, I was, yeah. I was at a Why Not Festival with him, like, as a, obviously, on a flag. Yeah, when you're at a festival, you obviously need to What sort of music is that then? What Would that be a bit of everything? Thing, would it? Oh, it's a bit of everything. It was like Jimmy required. Because I, like... I doubt if he's sort of big on the funky house scene. Or no, 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 no. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't no. like. To play I, I love the fact that George, but, um, this is on your bucket list to come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need a new bucket year. list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You need to get your new bucket. No, 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 no. Now I've ticked this off. It's like he wants to be a millionaire. Yeah, brilliant. But brilliant. I mean, I'm sure Alan would be quite chuffed. So it was lovely that you took it all round Europe and people came. We have actually. So we actually took a. We got a picture of it i think it was when we sent you mm. and then we sent it into the twitter yeah and i think alan Bra- the, the breakfast show retweeted us and they just the, the caption was just numpties and we were like oh nice one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll take that's, that that's we'll all take that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i think he's probably written it himself um, oh no, oh, yeah, you're, no. A, you're a liverpool no. fan george is that right yeah well we're both we are both season ticket holders but okay. ted lives down here right uh, so, so you're you're traveling up the merseyside every other week are you well you should take alan brazil's got a very good um, not Ryan Brazil, yeah, Mike, Perry. Mike Perry's got a very good room. Yeah, you, yeah. Go, you go back on yourself, though, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to the Arsenal game tomorrow, so right. it's because we, it was... Ted's ticket, but right. Ted got yeah. a job done. I right. hope you're going to cheer, otherwise Jürgen might have arrived. Yeah. What do you make? What do you make? Yeah. We had Tony Evans on yesterday saying, you know, come on, Jürgen, back off. You know, he, 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 he thought it was a bit much. I mean, what I thought he had a point, think, though. I, I thought, he, you know, they were very quiet on Sunday. and there was. I think he's just trying to G the crowd off. Yeah, I was, at the, the goal, I was at the United game, so it was Ted, yeah. And it wasn't... Very frustrating. The, the, yeah, flat, the flatness in the ground, I think, is due to... We do... We're playing Thursday, Sundays because of the Europa League. So it's not... I don't care what anyone says, it's not the same atmosphere as a Saturday. I don't know if it's beer related or yeah. whatever. And it's just not the same. I think that was. A, we, we went there on the back of the 7 0. Yeah, mm. I think that and it was wasn't it. the same atmosphere. Mm. But he's, he said it before, Pep said it to City fans. So yeah. Just, we're just, I mean, you're not going to fall out of him. Yeah, I was going to say, it's mine game. And you'll probably find tomorrow it'll yeah. be yeah, you know, yeah, white hot, right. won't it? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you. I'm glad you ticked it off the bucket list. Well done. We'll no, let we'll Alan know that the flag. I'll rewrite the bucket list, Andy. We'll have a picture with the flag a little bit later on. So we very flattered. We've got a T20 birthday spread to come. And we'll bring you that. We'll get some of the listeners involved in that as well. And uh, we'll bring you some more clips. I think we've got time for a couple more now, very, very mm. quickly. If we have us a quick. Uh, where should we go? Oh, it's, it's Tony. It's Tony Cascarino. It is, yeah. yeah. Now, he was interviewing Robbie Perez. And uh, he just had a little bit of a moment where he forgot. Actually, you know, it's brilliant that he speaks two languages. He played in France. But he just got slightly confused at what point he was at. What is it about the Arsenal that makes you feel at home? Yes. Uh, I like it uh, England I like it uh, London and uh, for me for me Arsenal I think is, a, is the best is the best club in, uh, in this country 
Yes, um, I like Arsenal very much. I love living in London and uh, I, th I feel that Arsenal is the best club in the country. You can see how it happened. <laughs> we saw Cass the other week and he says it was so embarrassing. I said, but no, it's, you know, yeah. it could happen. It's easy yeah, it done, you're translating. Yeah, Brilliant. <laughs> One more for you. It's, it's Jeff Boycott. Sir Jeffrey Boycott, who's having a bit of a vowel problem, wasn't he? Mm. Right, uh, David Lloyd I have on the phone. David? There we are. <laughs> David. David. <laughs> Do it, yeah, what's going on there? If you want some candy, I'll bring you the candy. Shake hands with Santa Claus. Good afternoon, it's Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Uh, the TalkSport listeners are with us this afternoon. It's the last show before Christmas. We uh, finish up today. We'll be back with you on the 2nd. I think Andy will be back on the 3rd. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be back with Charlie on the 2nd. So, yeah, we invite some of the listeners in. We're also playing some classic clips. We'll squeeze a few more in. We've got a T20 birthday spread coming up shortly. But two more brothers now. Uh, that's the third set of brothers we've had. Uh, James and Joseph Rogan. Afternoon, guys. Afternoon. Good to see afternoon. you. Afternoon. Oh, afternoon, Andy. So, uh, are you, but James, we know you're a Manchester United fan. Joseph, are you as well? Yeah, massive United fan. Okay, do you get to the games? You both, you boys, yeah. are living in Manchester yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're one of the few, as you say, around here. Well, it's we'll have a few. Well, that's the great thing. It's a big club and it's it's abroad. How does sort of Manchester? Manchester United fans sort of feel about it. They, you know, they, I suppose you're, sort of, you're all part it's of the divided, same family. It's divided, but obviously you've got a massive thing on with the YouTube channel things and all that. They divide opinion. Yeah. Um, but but you're I all supporting that, the same yeah. team, aren't you? Yeah. That's the ultimately the most but, important thing. But some aren't supporting. They're supporting the same team, but mm. they're not supporting the players and they're not supporting the manager. Yeah. So because of the YouTube thing, like, it. it, it Creates a massive division, doesn't it? it yeah, does, it does. Well, it comes with being a big club, doesn't it? I mean, everybody's got an opinion on it, and um, I do enjoy Mark Goldbridge though when United have lost. It's very yeah. amusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Tremendous. Everyone loves the, like obviously your fan channels no, no. when, when like, them stupid fan channels when you lose. They are amusing, aren't they? Like cool. yeah. AFTV. When they was losing yeah. so frequently, that's the only time. Amazing, amazing, yeah. I, I never losing, bother yeah. with it these days. They're not losing as much as they yeah, used exactly. to, are they? Unfortunately, <laughs> from Andy's point of view. Okay, we better get on with this. Uh, it's, it's very warm in here, um, yeah. but uh, but you're on aircon. You're on aircon. Is that why you brought me in? Well, <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually <laughs> thought that it's a bit late now. You should have put me on it first, really. Sort the aircon out and then you come back in last. We're gonna have to get you up on the roof. What do you do, Joseph? I'm just in college playing football. Like. Oh, fantastic! Oh, yeah. life is sweet at the moment. What's yeah. the plans? What are you what are you hoping to do at the end of it all? Hope to go America, really. But what to work and live or? Nah, play football. Hopefully, get a oh, scholarship. Okay. Okay. Have to have a word with John. See what he can say. <laughs> Detroit Express. Fantastic. He does a bit of coaching as well, don't you, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yes. well, you have to send send your YouTube clips to John. See if he can get you a game out there. <laughs> will do, will do. So, uh, birthday spread. Um, yeah. Five birthdays um, set by uh, Andy Jacobs. Uh, I'm gonna. Charlie would normally be, but he's in the pictures. Got in the pictures today well, with his family, yeah. um, and so I'm going to take on the listeners. Okay, who's playing? Um, well, I think I'll we'll play. get the guy. We're going to. We're going to get the boys playing. We're going to get Grant and Graham turning out for okay. us. They're going to have to. We have to kind of come with some sort of consensus. I'm sure they can. <laughs> they may. You know. They <laughs> might you know, come to uh, blows. Graham's of a certain age. You'll probably know all the people. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't so, know. <laughs> you won't know all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff Peters keeps score. Hello, Jeff. There he is in the nerve yeah, centre. In the nerve centre, best show of the year. Yeah. I have been laughing through this show. Fantastic stuff. And by the way, that playoff semi-final in 2004, yeah. Ryan Day scored with a header from a Liam Lawrence <laughs> yes. cross. He didn't <laughs> fall down the moat. And the score at the time was Northampton nil, 
Mansfield one, so stick that up your kilt, Adolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so five birthdays. I'll kick us off. Let's have. Uh, let's get. Uh, basically, I've, it's the smallest margin of error. We'll have a margin of error that builds as we try and guess the ages of these five people. It's the one with the shortest margin of error out of us and the listeners. That is the winner. It's pretty straightforward. Here's Pele and Sergio Mendes. And I'll lead us off. Okay. Give him a marker. Good idea. Uh, The first birthday is a a young singer, fine singer-songwriter, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, Uh, yeah. yeah. I once saw her, actually. I once saw her win 15 consecutive hands of blackjack in a casino. I couldn't believe the luck of the Eilish. Oh, (laughs) very good. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Yeah, thank you for that. He gets Jeff. nothing from me and Jeff. The, the applause covered up Jeff's recycling button. Yeah. <laughs> she's a kid, isn't she? She can only yeah. be about 20... I'd say she's 22. Grant and Graham are thinking about it. Why, have you come to consensus? 24 we went for. 24. I'll go 22, Andy. Uh, 22. I wish you... Wow, yeah, OK. Tremendous. You're so, going to see why he's the champion. What, is, what does that make the scores, Jeff? It's Paul, nil, the listeners, two. Two, okay, fantastic. Okay, on the birthday two, then the listeners will lead us off. Here we go. Okay, she's the former soldier uh, involved in WikiLeaks scandal. I don't know if you remember. It's Chelsea Manning. Yeah, Chelsea Manning. She's just come up with a hopscotch-style game, actually using yeah. coloured geometric shapes. Mm. It's actually even more difficult than a Rubik's cube, but she reckons she'll eventually master it. Chelsea will be in the blue square within five years. Hey. <laughs> As you promised. Oh, come off it! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting. So, <laughs> They're conferring, Grant. There we go, a bit of conferring. Grant and Graham there. You... 46, Roman Stubber. 46. She's just been on the telly. Didn't she do a thing with um, Louis Theroux recently? She probably is about that. Mm. You're probably right, guys. Uh, 44. 36. Oh, sorry, Chelsea, if you're listening. What are the chances? <laughs> so, oh, the boys are back in it. What's the score, Jeff? Paul, you were eight out onto ten, and uh, the listeners. 10 I was not last time, wasn't I? So if I was eight, oh out, sorry, I sorry, eight? yes, you're yeah. on, you're on eight, and <laughs> yeah. the listeners just are on one twelve. Job. Sorry, twelve. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one job. So back to me then for the third birthday. Here we go. Okay, Paul, it's the chairman of Coots and Co, a senior oh. advisor for Credit Suisse. Yeah. Between 2006 and 2013, it's Lord Philip Remnant. Oh. Remnant. And I was fitting some floor coverings in his mansion, which was so big, I had enough left over to do my own house. I carpeted my place with remnants. There we are. Okay. We all knew where it was going, we just couldn't stop okay. it. <laughs> that's not... I've they're never all, done They're all retreads. They're all remnants today. That's not true. He's, Andy Jacobs he's, doing, it deli- <laughs> he's doing it deliberately yeah. to wind me up. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say Lord Remnant. 76 I'm going to go for, boys. We're 81. You're going uh, 81, okay. Hmm, 81. Yeah, I've no, got uh, Lord, Lord Remnant, 69. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's made it quite volatile. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Paul, 7 out onto 15. <laughs> the listeners, 12 out onto 24. So oh, okay. 9 in it with 2 to go. Anything uh, can happen, go, yeah, On the birthday that... 4, they lead yeah. us off. She's the chief executive of Diageo Alcoholic Beverages. Oh. It's Deborah Crew. Deborah Crew. And I, I saw her working out in the gym recently, like mad. It's paid off. She's ripped. So I could tell when I bumped into her. She's so solid, Crew. Oh, Just ignore these. Deborah Crew from Diageo. I love the work they're putting into it, the boys. Look, they're, they're leaning in, conferring. Grant, you're the spokesperson. 45. I might go a bit higher. I go 60. 
53. Oh, going to the last birthday. It's interesting, Jeff, isn't it? Paul seven out onto 22, and the listeners eight out onto 32. Ten oh, in it, one okay, to go. Okay, fair enough. All right, then. Well, I'll go first. I've got to be within ten. Okay, we go. Okay, it's Marion Beans. Oh yeah, the molecular biologist. <laughs> That's her name. I can't Marian make it up. Okay. Marion Beans. Yeah, and uh, or, of course Jeff's going to say no. It's Beans. Oh, okay. So, no, it's Marion Beans. Marion Beans. Yeah. And uh, we were taking part in a pub quiz actually, yeah. and the question was, what was the first name of both the lead singer of 60s band The Tornadoes and the professor who? presented the great egg race. She knew the answer, but was mumbling in German. I had to translate. Beans means Heinz. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, lovely, lovely contemporary references. Joe Meek. There's no one called Heinz the great now. egg race. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Marion Beans. 67. What's the swing it's, you want to be 11 either way, boys. So 67. So I went 67. What did she do? Um, she's, oh, she's a molecular biologist molecular from UK biologist. Medical Research yeah. Council's laboratory, laboratory of Molecular Biology. Is <laughs> that a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit. Yeah, well, so here we go. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. What are we going for? Sosa Coy, 55. What is she, Andy? 70. Oh! oh right. okay. Final scores, yeah. <laughs> Final scores are Paul 25, the listeners 47. 47, okay. Yeah, I'll give uh, you that. You can have that as a souvenir. Marvellous. <laughs> okay, well, thank, thank you, Jeff. Have a wonderful Christmas. We will catch up with you in the new year. Cheers, Take care, Jeff. everyone. Thanks for all Take the laughs care. this Thanks year. Thanks very much, Jeff. I was so uh, much yeah. squeezing. Do you want to say, um, Graham, you played cricket for England, didn't you? Seniors. Yeah, well, still, still cricket for England. In Barbados 2015, yes, sir. Fantastic. I'm captain of the Surrey 70s. Wow. First eleven, now room for a fairly tidy no, bowler. No, I've seen him. I was umpire at the yeah. Grenfell. <laughs> um, when he played for lashings, yeah, when he played for lashings against the House of Lords. I was one of the umpires. Right. He bowled from Hugo's end, and right. he took a wicket. I did. Oh, I yes. got a wicket, but then he, he, Boris he Johnson's he. brother hit me for six. Oh. <laughs> it was terrible. It was really embarrassing. Blimey! <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, you are a City fan, Grant, aren't you? I am. Yeah, for my sins. But yeah. Quite, quite. A, I mean, you're down in the West Country, aren't you? So it's yeah. a fair old schlep for you. Yeah, I've, I've moved down in '97. So typical city. City always rubbish when I was growing up. And then I move away to Cornwall, and then lo and behold, we're pretty good nowadays. It's <laughs> about right. We can still yeah. enjoy it. From yeah, the yeah, yeah. Wow. We've got to be quick. We're just going to try and wrap things up before we hand over to Gabby and uh, and Darren with Drive. Um, so we haven't said hello to Ian. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon. Ian, well, don't need to shout. He's only standing next to you. I don't know. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, I'm getting a lot of noise in my head in here. Ian, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, I didn't know I was coming until 11 o'clock. It's a surprise Christmas present. Oh, fantastic. Oh, That's good. So uh, it's been uh, a delight to see how the... How it all gets put together. It's not normally it this chaotic. <laughs> it's normally a little bit quieter than this. Well, I it? think the clips might argue otherwise, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's a pleasure, pleasure to be here. Well, yeah. And who's Thank your you. team, uh, Ian? Um, Chelsea. Ah, OK. Ooh, You're a regular? Um, I have been in the past. Next season to get older in the yeah. past, but not at the moment. They've been very popular in here today, Chelsea, yeah, haven't they? they? Haven't Blimey. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. We all live in hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, if, you know, my first game was 1968, so... Oh, I think Andy Top Trump's yeah. in there, don't you? Right, when was yours? Uh, 59. 59, 59 yeah. Wow. Um, so, I think if you've been a Chelsea fan that long... Yeah. And you remember when we were in danger of going to the third tier... Yeah. Um, 
you take a slightly longer view. No, I think that's absolutely yeah. right. Um, Andy, Andy's quite <laughs> stoic about Chelsea as well. So. <laughs> what did no, you say? Him, really. yeah, two years. It's going to take yeah. two years, I think. Um, yeah. it, it, it is tough when they lose to Brentford because, yeah. you know, yeah. I used to grow up going down the road to watch Brentford in the fourth tier. But, yeah. Um, well. I must say that uh, if Chelsea do lose to Brentford... Uh, it's a little less painful in some respects and more painful in others. Yeah, of course. Well, mm. um, lovely to see you, and thank you very much for coming in. It's I'm glad you enjoyed it. I want to thank Les, who sent us a message. Les, thanks very much for your message today. Have a great Christmas. Uh, just time for cab driver top trumps. It's very hard to spend any time with a cab mm. driver where they don't tell you about the most famous person they ever had in their uh, <laughs> cab. <laughs> so we thought we'd play top trumps this afternoon. Martin, you've had plenty of time. You all boys have had time to think about it. Most famous person you've had in your cab? Uh, Sir Michael Caine. So Michael Caine, was he nice to you? That's not... What a start. What a start. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's very nice. I mean, it, it wasn't a street how he, it, it was an account job, but, yeah, you know... still. Did very, he give you those nice glasses part. you wear? Yeah. <laughs> so, they are a bit funeral in Berlin, aren't they? Uh, David, David, you're a cabbie in... You're a cabbie in... Uh, in Cheltenham. Cheltenham, yeah, yeah. so most famous person you've had in the cab. Kate Winslet. Oh, that's not bad. If your Oscar's on the table, they're, they're both they're both got an Oscar. Um, and uh, Graham, if I can give you two, go on, go on. Well, you can gonna, go, the rules. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you two, uh, two James Bonds, Sean okay. Connery, and Roger Moore. And you, you but, but absolutely number one, and it will never ever be beaten by anybody who sits in this chair. Yeah, Princess Diana from Pella and Rigby off the short rank at Harrods to Sloan Square. Oh. I think we have our winner. Oh, that's good. That's fantastic. Thank you, guys. Time, I time. remember George was in the crown. I saw it a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Tremendous. <laughs> and you never feature. It's true. They let you down, not putting you in the crowd, Graham. In the, in the crown, Graham. That's a shame. Anyway, I've got a squeeze. Come on. I'll tell you, we've got time for one more clip, John. Shall we bring you? Shall we bring you? Okay. Well, it's got to be this one, isn't it? It's, I don't it know is. if Cara's listening this afternoon. <laughs> Jamie Carragher. It's his favourite clip. We'll bring that to you. We'll take you home with Alan Brazil. Uh, and uh, Mike Parry and Gary Bushell, TV yes. reviewer, chatting about uh, oh, Bob Monkhouse. Here we go. I feel a bit of a fraud today. Why? Because I wasn't watching any TV last night. I was at the filming of the BAFTA tribute for Bob Monkhouse over at the BBC. Is that right? But that was a bit of fun. Oh, well, there were some really nice contributions from a lot of good people, including some of the best of the younger comics around now. You like Jack D, Jimmy Carr, and Steve Coogan. Yeah. And, and the clips were absolutely sensational. They got all these greatest one-liners, his mm. acting roles nostalgia by the bucket. I mean, you forget he was in things like Carry On Sergeant, mm. and, as well as... Well, uh, many people, Gary, forget that he's one of the greatest stand-up comics you've ever seen. Oh, I, I saw doubt. him years ago when I'm still a reporter in Chester, and at the time we only knew him as the host of The Golden Shot or whatever, you know? I tell you what, he's got a great... Uh, you know, if he has to, he can do a blue version as well, which is meant to be fantastic. Oh, yes, yes. In fact, you can get those on, on oh, um, video still, on DVD probably now. Um, this, this, this show goes out the weekend after next on BBC One. You're absolutely, you, you're absolutely right. You're left with no doubt that Monkhouse was yeah. a giant. Yeah, sure. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Kelly, what about Bob's health now? Uh, he died um, at Christmas. I think Mr. Brazil was um, just just looking a little bit back there rather than forward. Well, yeah, we, we right. not, not, see, I, see, yeah. I, I heard uh, yeah. two different versions I mean, of yeah. it, to be the honest. Te the, te the terrible thing two was different that versions, I was told. <laughs> still maintain Bob would have loved that. It's uh, just two different. Who was the person going around saying Bob was still alive? <laughs> working so. in the blue book if he yeah. has to. Yeah, has like to. If, he, if he has to. Well, that is it. That is us. That, that went quick, didn't it? It did go ever so quick. Um, thank you all, guys. Thank you very much. Thank for coming. We really appreciate it.
a great bunch. Yes. Really. Yes. Great bunch. Thanks very much for all your stories. Um, I'll be back on the 2nd of January, Andy back on the 3rd, I'll be back yeah. with Charlie on the 2nd. So until then, have a fantastic Christmas and a brilliant New Year. Let's thank our boys. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, we should thank all the team next door. I do a sensational job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.